0: Did you ever think you would make it? I feel I'm supposed to take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Why would you bet on Goliath when we got better? Value tame it, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to hate it. I run, homie. Look what I become. I'm the I'm the one.
1: Okay, home team, episode 358. Lots of crazy stories and internal fight going on here that nobody knows about. But I'm going to leak it to you here in a minute. um, Obviously, the the top issue that everybody is wondering, what is really going to happen with Iran and uh, U.S., the three troops killed by the drone strike? will react to that. There's a lot of different angles. There's some that are saying we got to attack Tehran immediately. There are some that are saying we got to hold up and not do anything because we're going to go into war who's right, who's wrong, who's contradicting who. One side is saying we shouldn't do it, or else the other side is saying, why were you celebrating when we attacked Assam Soleimani, and you guys said that's the right thing to do. So w- what are we going to be doing here? We'll process that here together, and I'm sure we have different positions, and we'll process it together. Outside from that, the lady who is getting the $83 million, Rachel Maddow, if you haven't seen this clip, reacted and asked her, so what are you going to do with the money you're going to make? And honestly, the reaction doesn't make any sense when you see this video it almost looks like it's out of a movie sincerely it doesn't look real and quite frankly it doesn't look good for the side that's celebrating this it's the most shallow way to celebrate uh, a number like that but uh, we'll get into that on when that money's going to come out one topic that i want to talk about as a parent is the this issue with ai nudes the fact that taylor swift is not happy with the ai nudes on x to the point where even uh, uh Elon Musk is kind of a a block. Some of those pictures that are going out, the news that are being posted out there, are there laws? I looked into it yesterday to see what states have laws. Do we have a federal law against AI nudes? How does it work out? What are some of the numbers? It's happening more and more to kids. Should it be a crime? Should it be a felony? How should it be treated? Should people go to jail? What if the person's underage? These are a lot of good questions to ask. Obviously, we're not lawmakers. It's purely a discussion that we're having, but it's a discussion that a lot of parents are asking about. Workers are paying to get their paychecks early and and payday lending on steroids, deeply concerning another one of those things, which is like the buy now, pay later. We'll cover that. Um, uh, uh, What else can I tell you? Biden giving chilling nuclear warning over attacking Iran after kamikaze drone kills troops. Some say that's strong. Some say that's uh, concerning. We're going into war again with Iran. Uh, Some say we're already in war with Iran. We'll talk about the Texas border. First kind of a, uh, uh, first of its kind campaign, uh, this is according to NBC News fundraiser was done is being done in the works between Bill Clinton, Barack Obama and Biden combined together. So they're really putting the super team together, uh, 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 it's, it's, it's a super team together to make sure Trump doesn't win, but it's Clinton, Obama and Biden teaming up and on top of that, Newsoms in South Carolina lobbying <laughs> for, uh, Biden, And then Trump's team reached out to RFK. Apparently, this is a New York Post story about considering him for a VP and the fact that they wouldn't write it off. And then some part of the camp are saying, no, it's not really true. We never did that. So we'll see what's going on there. Snoop Dogg comes out and praises a very ve- weird candidate, which what? is Real? Snoop. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Straight it's out Snoop of Compton. Was- you know what he says, right? Now, he said <clears throat> Donald Trump. He's got nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump. Wait, now, wait. you've seen the roast, because Snoop was a part of the roast. 100%. Yeah. It ain't the first time you kick a black man out of his house. Yeah. Remember when he said that? Yeah. So, Snoopaloop. Yeah, loop. So we'll see what's going on. Steve Harvey had some things to say about Trump as well. Uh, 15 facts about Eugene Carroll's case the media doesn't want you to know about. We'll see what those 15 facts are. A man pretending to be a trans woman raped a female prisoner at Rikers. Lawsuit says, surprising obviously, another mega-donor uh, pauses donations to Nikki Haley uh, unless a path to victory is seen. Big Pharma is at a crossroads as J&J, Merck, and others prepare to lose heaps of revenue from blockbuster drugs. By the way, it's not a couple billion dollars. It's a lot of money. When you hear what's going to happen here, somebody's writing a memoir that some of you guys may want to order on Amazon. You can pre-order it if you want it. I don't think you're able to pre-order it, but Jelaine Maxwell. Is writing a memoir in prison to combat misinformation. How sweet is that? Wow. Right, if you do that. What a, what a sweetheart, What right? a nice demon. You know, I mean, we'll yeah. see what's going to happen there. Super Bowl quarterback, you ready? Yeah. Brock Purdy made 870 this season. This crazy. stat is crazy. 16 college football players made more money than the starting quarterback that's taking the team. To the Super Bowl, yeah. Okay, and we'll we'll cover some of those stats. Some of you guys listening to this make more money than Brock Purdy, okay? <laughs> Which uh, uh, it's we respect. Then he made and more money on my neck last month than I Brock ever. Purdy. By the I way, maybe actually, if you break it down in the month, yeah, you probably. may have made. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> more money than Brock Purdy. Chilling AI predicts eight events that could trigger World War III and kill millions. Obviously, a very inspirational story. AI's in there too. Falling <laughs> inflation, rising growth. Give U.S. the world's best recovery. WAPO says we'll cover that. And then Mux, Musk hires a 100 uh, uh, content moderators in Austin uh, uh, by the end of the year. Obviously, a lot of this has to do with fighting off you know, different things that's going on and uh, uh, advertisers. Jamie Dimon said a few things about the economy. There's just a lot of things that we want to talk about today. Hopefully, we'll get through all of them. And Nancy Pelosi was pissed off at some of the people that are— you know, uh, saying certain things. Ludacris dedicated a song to uh, uh, Nikki Haley. You, oh, yeah? It's it's a Luda, Mo, his favorite bit. song. Move, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> you, know, you know that's my neighbor. Vinny. Who? Luda. Luda's your neighbor? Luda
2: lives two doors down with his mom. I swear, I worked out with I him and his two him. kids the other day.
1: Cadillac, does he have a like Cadillac group? This yeah. is...
2: Cadillac grills, Cadillac. Lock-
1: area code. He's the area code. And you mentioned, you mentioned Elon Musk. It. You know, the Neuralink yesterday was the first. Somebody tried it for somebody's in Somebody's hooked up we, to the machine. Well, maybe we'll talk to you if you're open to the idea that we send it like a project and we record what happens to you.
3: I would do Next it. Next thing you know, 99% you of the stories, do you do. For value would for, for us, I would get Neuralink. You would do okay. Neuralink. Yeah, and speak Spanish, French, By the way, fluent. Did you did would you s- take <laughs> one of those Did little, you see uh, what
1: stuff. Joy Reid said on a hot mic? Did you yeah. actually hear that? I love it. Okay, it's the point. Okay, we'll
3: we'll. stand over there? Just go, please. Wedding crashers, if you guys. Are those we right. should do a wedding, <laughs> wedding crashers. We will.
1: Russia and China rush to defend ally Iran as US prepares response. Okay, all right. So God willing, we'll get through half of these stories, but there's a lot of things going on. Uh, one thing I do want to tell you guys: something very weird happened last night. So there's this war going on within vitamin. I mm-hmm. Typically, we don't want to leak wars because, you know, it's controversy and issues and people don't need to know the real truth about internal wars that's going on. Joy, we were just talking about us. But yeah, but there's a war going <laughs> on between a Canadian and, and a uh, Israeli Jew, okay? American. American Jew. Proud American. Potato, potato, whatever. And the, the war is, we've never had a person with a thousand Manects, mm-hmm. okay, ever. That's never happened. Rob, it's so bad right now with manect between Adam and and uh, uh, Tom. This is where they're at. Okay, uh, Tom is at nine hundred and thirty-seven manects. Adam is at nine sixty-four. Adam last week quietly lowers his manect to ten bucks. I mean, we know. That's a steal. It's a total steal. Well, I announced
2: it on SARScast as,
1: as a, a birthday. Totally get it. Yeah, yeah, and I love it. I love it. And happy uh, early birthday to you. Thank you. So, what does Tom do? Tom takes the lead and goes to also ten bucks. Tom's at 900. Tom, you went down to 10 as well? Can I say these numbers here? Tom is at 937 (laughs) minutes. Adam's at 964. One of them will be the first 2,000. Hmm. But here's what Tom said. What? Tom in his profile. Rob, is there any way you can find? You can't do it on the website. If you go to Manect and you look at Tom's profile, here's what Tom said. I'm going to send you what the did, screenshot. I think screenshot? people need to what see this. What do now? No, you just have to see what he puts there. Rob, if you just show this clip here. I had no idea Tom is for, Canadian. For those of you <laughs> for those of you that have been Manecting, you can't find it there. But, Rob, I just sent this picture to you. Show this to the audience. I think it's important for people to see what's going on here. And, by the way, Manect mm. is about to cross 200,000 downloads. It's on fire. That's No joke. Sick. It's on fire what's going on with manect a bunch of people doing manect for last week we had 500 and se- 500, i think 70 people that bought a manect individually 570 different people yeah that bought a manect individually with others pull up this uh, uh, tom's profile Right now, if you can show this, guys in the back. Whoa, Look whoa. what Tom says. What He says, if I, I beat, beat Adam, Adam to 1000 Vinny gets $500. Wait a minute. By the way, what?
4: that's hold for hold shoes to go with the suit that you beat <laughs> us all in one. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I was not consulted.
3: Uh, no constituents well, were
1: notified. You're going to get $500 Is that there? binding,
4: Tom? It is binding. I will pull out five C-notes and hand them to you here so you can get fabulous shoes, with, shoes with your
1: suit. okay can i can i say one yeah, thing though yeah. like i'm at seven where am i You're 700 and something you know what tom just said tom said ever since we announced the 500 he's done more than you have done yeah could i can i say something to my yeah. constituents You're at 734 hey guys we're not out it's not a just a race between them
3: if i get to it th- i can win this damn thing too of course you can hey guys my nectors,
1: let, let's come on you, what's what's your price right now? You're at twenty bucks. I'm okay. dropping it right. You know, right now. I can help
4: your business. I can help your startup. I can help your financing. I can, I can help you a lot of I'll ways. I'll make you and laugh. And if you I'll do make that, you not want to do drugs. I can, just, can
2: help Vinny. I have I, Vinny. So you're a charity case now, apparently, according to Tom. No, I wasn't, inv- did, I wasn't. Did he even let you know that this was the thing? I wasn't.
1: Uh, I wasn't. Are you aware. guys
2: working in cahoots? Or By the or way, just do when th- is I, your I, birthday? When is your it's birthday? February charity, it's February It's charity. So check this out. My let me, birthday let me, is this weekend. Let me say this By as well. By the way, all. big party this weekend. I'm a Let Vinnie me say supporter. this
1: as well. We'll yeah. talk about that. So let me say this to you. If you're a supporter of Adam, okay, if you're not a supporter of Adam, if some of you guys menechted everybody and you told everybody you're a supporter of them, okay, you're like supporting everybody.
2: No.
1: Adam's birthday's coming up. Manek with him. Wish him a happy birthday. Thanks, And man. have a conversation with him. And you're doing a bunch of calls. A bunch of calls are setting up. That's with the 50 best minute part calls. Of the and Tom's call. doing a bunch of 15-minute calls on Saturdays.
2: Anyways. Can I say one more thing? 20 Tom, seconds before Tom, we go into a story. I appreciate you, buddy. Your family reached out. Apparently, you haven't seen your family in weeks. <laughs> All you've been doing is doing next: Wow, Tom. Like, I, you're a family man. You're a Christian. You're a good man. I didn't realize you're Canadian. I'm an American. Born in America. You're born left in Canada. My left Canadian. I've, I didn't realize that you're, that, you're, that you're a Trudeau fan. But your family misses you Tom. We well, are not true, I get okay. that you've lowered your prices you're you're literally treating Benny like let's a charity
1: kid. Okay, so if you want to connect with are getting guys, is my race to, a, I thousand. I want. Race had, to a thousand race to a thousand meeting where we talk about this. You guys decide who you pending. want to get to. Let's go into the stories. All right, let's <laughs> go into the stories. Um, Taylor Swift, okay? Yeah. I want to start off with the first story. Taylor Swift searches apparently blocked by X following AI nudes. And this is a story that a lot of people are concerned about. She's even thinking about suing. So Twitter X blocked search results for Taylor Swift and related terms like Taylor Swift nude and Taylor Swift AI after pornographic AI generated images of the singer flooded the platform. Benign search still yields results. The White House has expressed concern over the proliferation of these images, urging Congress to consider Legislative action. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre emphasized the need for social media companies to enforce their rules against the spread of misinformation and non-consensual explicit imagery. New York Congressman Joe Moreau is using the swift image incident to advocate for a bill that would criminalize the non-consensual search sharing of digital altered explicit images while social media platforms attempted to remove the original image. The new fake image surface potentially... Complicating enforcement efforts. Rob, is there any of the pictures that's not nude that we can show? Like, is there is there anything you can't show? Yes, there. Maybe available. show the one with her and Trump that you showed us yesterday. Is that nude or is that not nude? not nude? Not nude. So, can we show that or no? Yes. All right. Let's see this one here that you got. So, before we go to the back, uh, 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 okay. First of all, Tom, I'll come to you until Rob finds it. Tom, what's your reaction? Like, look at that one right there. Okay, that's a great couple. That, the, they look happy. Look at that picture right there. Can you zoom in a little bit so we can see that? Is that the same people that are doing it? That's a winning campaign right there. Now, why is everybody in the back Indian? <laughs> that's my concern. But the guy that so made maybe it that's like awards go. in India. So, Malaysia. Tom, what are you? What are your thoughts on this with these AI news that's taking place? And by the way, uh, you have two daughters. This is this is happening to a lot of girls in high schools. Mm-hmm. Tom, thoughts?
4: Well, the the first element is yeah, we're talking about Taylor Swift and Trump and all these things like this. Ha ha. And And, oh, now, you know, is X and other people going to censor? What do you do? The social medias are going to have to have, you know, enforcement response groups when law enforcement comes out and says, hey, this person is a is a victim of cyberbullying. These these images are fakes. They're going to have to. Uh, the burden's going to be on Facebook, it's going to be on X, and it's going to be on Insta. When law enforcement comes down and says we have an active cyber bullying case here, this has to come down. It's not just going to be about. And by the way, it can influence political campaigns. It could influence, you know, celebrities. It's you know, a picture like this. Shoot. This is ludicrous. We know that no, not ludicrous, rapper, that but it's all... like ridiculous. And we all know that that's not. Real. It looks real. It's incredible Photoshop, but it is not real. But you're going to have to have um, response. The social media companies are going to have to respond because law enforcement are going to come down one day with things like this. And you're going to we already have girls that are subject to cyberbullying that commit suicide. And,
2: you know, there's there's a big, big thing here with the quality of the deep fix. Yeah, this is the new reality. We just saw that the World Economic Forum in Davos, what they list as their top concern for the world.
1: After 2024, misinformation. Misinformation and and disinformation.
2: There's a couple other points. Yes. We just saw what happened in the shakeup with ChatGPT and Sam Altman and the ins and outs and the whatever and all the confusion and the chaos that was happening in the AI world. What's happening is not going to stop because Photoshop – I mean, this is not new. This is not some new anomaly. AI has just made Photoshop on steroids basically more prevalent out there. But we're going to see this time and time again in 2024 during the time of the election. We're going to see Trump and uh, and Obama making out. We're going to see Biden doing all stuff. With like Anything you could possibly think of is going to be out there. And you're never going to tell the difference. I, b- by the Deep way, I'm fakes, with you.
1: But the question yes. is, here's a question. It's a real question. Should it be should it be illegal? Should people go to jail for it? Should people get a misdemeanor or a felony for it? Should people be fined for it? How should kids under the age of 18 who are very good at doing this, how should they be treated? A lot of people that are making deep fakes live in another country. They don't live by the laws that right. you live by. So what are you going to do to me? If the guy lives in India, it's like, I don't care. Come try to arrest me. You can't do nothing to me. I'm going to do all of this as much as I can. There's so many different things to it. And, and I have my thoughts towards this. But, but I want to know how you guys feel about it, Vinny, yourself.
3: Uh, well, first, my thing is, let's go back to who. Because, again, I'm, I'm always taking a step back. Like you say, follow the money, Adam. Who's this, this AI stuff, this fake deeps? I've been seeing a bunch of them. Trump, you know, a year ago. It's Taylor Swift. And think about this. She's going to be used to manufacture consent of the regulation of AI technology, because uh, which is redefined by the Obama. Obama just met with Biden about this type of situation. Notice how they're using her to be like, oh, by the way, that's America's sweetheart. You can't show her. So uh, if Congress right. decides to take legislative action over the AI images, which they're doing, bro, they, you can't even search her right now on X or anything for, the, for, the, for those images, the, the bad ones. Kareem Jean-Pierre said, we can expect lawmakers to smuggle... That's not a good word. Smuggle in provisions to regulate social media, possibly with loopholes, that will enable politicians to censor political content. So they're going to use her and be like, oh, we can't. Not Taylor Swift. And then once this legislation comes out bad, they're going to put in there. They're trying to control what uh, Nikki Haley was talking about. The algorithm. They got to. Stop this algorithm of fake stories and fake BS. And dude, what perp, And we're going to get into how much they're using. Taylor Swift this year is going to be
1: one of the most. Rob, can you pull up what I just sent you here? Yeah. So this is an article I want to read to you guys. I want to see purely regulation-wise. Students are sharing AI-generated fakes of nudes, of classmates, and there's no U.S. federal law to stop them. Okay, this is just a month and a half ago, two months ago. Go down, Rob, the two and a half months ago. Go down a little bit more to the stats. I, if you can go, 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 right there. Right there, and then we'll go to the state. Zoom in a little bit, and I'll read this. So here we go. This is stats. 290%. How much fake news have ballooned since 2018 on the top 10 websites that host AI-generated porn photos? The WAPO reported, citing industry analyst Genevieve O, 290. Okay, 143,000 AI-generated porn videos added in 2023 across the 40 most popular website for fake videos, a figure that surpasses all new such videos from 2016 to 2022, that more more in one year than seven years combined. 4.2 billion views is what it generated. 52% increase in deepfakes pornographic videos uploaded to websites. 90 to 95% share of deepfake videos are non-consensual porn involving women, according to Sensity AI, a company that has tracked online deepfake videos on December 18. 26,800 U.S. victims of sextortion. Campaigns that this year through September, according to FBI, that's 149% increase compared to 2019. And then these are the laws with states, okay? Uh, non exhaustive list of US states where distributing AI generated nude, nude is a crime. California. The Golden State has allowed people to sue anyone who puts their image in a pornographic deep uh, fake video. Under proposed legislation, the creation, intentional distribution, and exhibition of pornographic deepfakes would be criminalized. That's California. Virginia. Virginia Uh, got it right. Under its revenge porn law, Mm -hmm. which bans spreading nude images of video with the intent to coerce, harass, or intimidate another person, Virginia, covers deepfakes. Breaking the law could result in a 12-month prison sentence. Damn. And $2,500 in fines. Minnesota, a new law enacted in July, makes it a crime to use deepfakes. To influence an election Mm -hmm. or to disseminate sexual images without the subject consent, punishment, three years in prison, $5,000 in fine. And then I'll read the last one and come to you. New York. The state last month officially made it illegal to disseminate AI-generated explicit images or deepfakes of a person without their consent, resulting in a year in jail and $1,000 in fine. Interesting. Adam.
2: So – we're talking about government stepping in yes. and
1: basically doing something about it. So there's this. nothing federal right now. Yeah. There's only state.
2: But what we know about government is they are not moving fast. They are moving slow. Who moves fast is tech, big tech. So you hear that the new um, the Microsoft CEO, Satya Nadella, says, we need to move fast on this. The problem with government, the problem with Congress is, A, they're dysfunctional as hell. What the hell are they going to do? And if they do anything, it's going to take 6, 12, 24 months. Plus, there's an election. There's going to be all sorts of shifting going on there. Tech needs to step up and do this. ChatGPT, OpenAI needs to step up and do this. This is on them because Congress is going to move way too slow on this. Tech is moving 100 miles per hour. Congress is moving 2 miles per hour. Plus, you ever seen Congress try to debate crypto? And crypto They have is, no I mean,
3: idea what they're talking they're, they're, about. Well, you
2: know, when uh, Bitcoin and the uh, blockchain and the bit, like, they have no clue. Mitch McConnell's giving a speech on blockchain. Yeah. Zero clue. Big tech is the people that need to be responsible for this. Government is going to move way too slow. They have no clue what's going on. They're going to drop the ball completely. And this is the
3: early stages. You guys realize what's going to happen in, in five years? You're not going to be able. People are going to be going to court to try to prove, like, that is not me. Imagine in five years what this is going to be. There's going to be videos, and they're going to. By the time you disseminate, oh, that's not Trump doing X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. People already made up their minds.
4: You know what I mean? So uh, Adam brings up something about um, tech. So let's just let's just follow this really quick. All you have to do is follow the money, and we'll take the easy one internationally created porn videos of celebrities. There's all sorts of sites out there. We've read about all of them that say, "Oh, I've got the early porn video that, you know, some Scarlett did when she was only 18." And, you know, it's BS. So, as long as there's demand for people around the world to see that porn for 10 bucks or whatever they pay, then there are there's going to be international deep fakes of celebrities trying to make a buck on it. because it's big business. Now, in the US, when the states make it a penalty The tech has to respond. And Adam's got a point here. Tech is going to get subpoenaed. So when the state of California subpoenas tech to say, hey, you have to take this stuff down, we've got an open case here, tech is going to have to take it down. And guess what? It doesn't matter whether it's fake or not. Tech will take it down because your daughter will be in something. And by the way, these laws here are for revenge porn and deep pigs. Mm -hmm. So if your daughter, whether it's real or not, or your son, whether it's real or not, is being circulated, you go to law enforcement. Law enforcement says... Facebook, take it down. They're going to have to have all the systems in place to go find it, identify it, and take it down. And they've got facial recognition. They have a lot of things they could work with and tools. So tech is going to have to build a whole library of tools to push a button and take it down. But the the deterrent to distribute anything is what's important. And you saw Minnesota and Virginia actually have really strong laws now for any revenge porn, deep fake or not. And that's where the deterrent has to come
2: from. Somebody bullying your kid, they they get hit. The biggest concern that I would have is we all remember a time when there was actually real stuff that was put out there. Kim Kardashian, she became famous for a sex tape. Paris Hilton. Um, Hulk Hogan was part of the gawker, whatever that was going on with that. Pamela Anderson, that was probably the most famous leaked sex tape of all time. The difference is that was actually real. Yep. This is all fake. Yeah. None of this is real. As much as we want to see Taylor Swift sitting in Trump's lap having fun, it's not real you know how trump put out the fake news fake news this is all fake you misinformation know what this does, though, disinformation but you know what
1: this does to me is a part of it like if you're trying to hurt elections yeah that's a concern but to me a part of this this is not going to go away correct i'm telling you because how are you going to hold somebody have you guys seen this recent movie that came out beekeepers have Beekeeper, you guys seen beekeepers yeah, did you see <gasps> yeah What'd you think about it? I think
3: it was. I'm, I'm not a Jason Statham fan, but it's uh, the story of it. It was good. The premise that good. the woman
1: killed herself because of what happened yeah. with them, right? I think that is the real concern that we're going to get into. The fear of them using you, holding you hostage, to destroy your life and steal money from you—that's a crime. Yeah. All this other stuff. It's like, okay, so what are you going to do with Babylon B? Their stories are fake. Mm -hmm. it's a satire it's intentionally fake is that now going to be a crime so to me it's a slippery slope on what happens here it's like the moment you get out there you're going to be like well i don't want people to write negative things about me well then don't be a celebrity they won't write anything about you part of being a celebrity is people going to say bad things about you by the way the next story i want to get into is this whole thing with big pharma being at crossroads and j and j merck and others are preparing to lose billions of dollars but before we get into the story Let's go to our sponsors first. Go ahead, Rob. So look, I've been in the financial industry since 9-11, the day before 9-11, and I've owned stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, crypto, gold, you name it, I've owned it. But the one thing that's very important part of my portfolio all these years is gold. I love having a percentage of my net worth in gold that I have access to in case of many different things. That's why we chose to work with our new sponsor, American Hartford Gold. If you have retirement funds that you cannot afford to lose, American Hartford Gold will ship physical gold or silver directly to your door. Also, if you have retirement funds that you can't afford to lose, now is the time to call American Hartford Gold, a precious metal dealer you can trust. They have the finest products, amazing customer service, and a buyback commitment. They've earned a five-star rating from thousands of reviews and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Tell them I sent you, and they'll send you up to $5,000 worth of free silver on your first order. So click on the link in the description or call 866-939-6984. Again, 866-939-6984. Okay, so Big Pharma at a crossroad as J&J, Johnson & Johnson, Merck, and others prepare to lose heap of revenue from blockbuster drugs. CNBC story. So uh, these companies, including Bristol Myers Quib, Merck, Johnson and Johnson, face a significant threat to their revenues. blockbuster drug face patent expirations, ready with an estimated hundred and eighty billion dollars in sales at risk for the top twenty big pharma companies between now and twenty twenty eight. According to EY estimates, these patent cliffs are a concern for pharmaceutical firms, requiring them to find new drugs to sustain and grow sales. The impact varies. Depending on the drug's contribution to total sales and some drugs may also be subject to Medicare drug price uh, negotiations, further threatening revenues. Companies like Merck, Bristol-Myers, and others are strategically addressing these challenges through acquisitions, pipeline development, and patent extensions. That last one is the tricky one because that's why they need lobbyists. Tom, thoughts on the story?
4: You absolutely found the most important two words in the story, patent extensions. Who covered this? CNBC. This story is part of CNBC has been out there practically as a lobbyist for these because they're talking about risk to long term stock price. And CNBC is talking about this. Oh, long-term valuation play? Is this a long-term value? Are they going to be this? That's what's going on here. Pharma companies are out there lobbying for these stories to be out there in the business media because they are out there trying to lobby for patent extensions. And they're doing it. They're doing it. And I I, I looked up last night, I was trying to find out where the lobbying for patent extensions is been in the current election cycle, because yeah. I wanted to find senators that were taking money from certain pharmas, specifically on patent extensions. I was trying to connect those dots. I couldn't find anything quickly last night. But ladies and gentlemen, those are the kind of dots to connect. This is how how it works. And also, I, I found a small, small clip that there's there is leverage being used with. And look at what happened to Disney with Mickey Mouse. They just recently had a um, member Steamboat Willie or whatever yeah. the film was that, you know, it's, it could happen to all of us and we work so hard to build these things and that belongs to us and you know it was our drug and we invented it how would you like it if you invented a lawnmower and they came away and took away your ability to make money that is exactly the arguments being made here never mind you have to go to the front end of this and you look at the gouging and the cost that's on these things and you look at the ridiculous Profits, the excessive profits. I'm a capitalist. I'm saying excessive profits. The big pharma foists on all of us. So Crimea River, Big Pharma. This is this has been the law. You know it what it is. This hasn't been sprung on anybody. After so many years, drugs go generic. Those drugs are available at lower costs for Medicare recipients and other people, and that's the way it works. But they're out there working with CNBC and others to lobby. In their favor, what a surprise, and for patent extensions.
3: What's the what's the biggest drug? Like, did they list uh, what, what, what are the drugs? Cause, I mean, this is good news for the people, right? So people are the people that are spending a, a, a crap load of money on drugs, at least they're going to get, what, a discount coming up in, the, in these upcoming years? What are they? uh, uh treatments, melanoma, ha- head, neck, lung, and all that type of stuff.
4: Bristol Myers' blood
3: thinners. Eliquis. And, you know, dude, that looks like stuff that people need,
1: bro. For, yeah, for cancers a, and shit.
4: Yeah, eloquist is an important blood thinner. If you've ever heard, you know, my dad's taking this drug and he can't have broccoli or vitamin K since his heart attack. That's eloquist and it actually prevents strokes after heart attacks. It's a good drug. Now that good drug, it's when I say it's a good drug, it's a proven long-term drug. It works. Now... That will maybe be in generic at a lot less uh, so good, lot good, less expensive. Great for the, God and, and
3: God bless them, and God pray for them, the, the people that have the cancer the, and They're stuff. still the,
4: selling it, guys. They're still selling
3: it. It's yeah. just now
1: they have to compete with generic. Good. The, the, the challenge with this industry, Big Pharma, is the way CNBC is talking, CNBC knows this article could have been changed in a different way. Here's how this article could have been written. Big Pharma is at crossroads as J&J, Merck, and others are preparing heap of revenue Uh, from Blockbuster Drug Deal, right? It could have said, CNBC is deeply concerned as Big Pharma could potentially lose $180 billion, of which they'll use 10% in advertisement for mainstream media companies. That's the real article that should have been written, right? (laughs) Not the way it's written right now because that money, these big pharmaceutical companies have to flow through them. So you know who's most concerned with this? The big mainstream media companies are sitting around saying, "Guys, we got to help these guys." Of course, this can't continue. So the way they win is changing the patent laws. A senator and I think congressman. Can you text Brandon about the senator and congressman that lowered the patent law to fourteen years? About thirty years ago, they're like twenty years—a very long time. Because guess what? As a whatever the company is, you come out with a new drug, and you you're the one that has the patent on it. Go make a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. You got five years. You got seven years. You got ten years. So they increased it to 20 years. These guys are like, dude, that's not fair. Let's lower it to 14 years. They lowered it to 14 years for a few years. And then, and then what happened immediately, less than 10 years later, they brought it back up to 20 years. And by the way, in many instances, these pharmaceutical companies, they hired the right lawyers and lobbyists, and they come in and they're able to get an additional 18-year extension on top. That's the one. On top, can you zoom in a little bit? Is this 1980? What year is this? Uh, Yeah, so the name for its elite sponsors are Senator uh, Patrick Leahy, Democrat, okay, see where he's at, Mm. and then Representative Lamar Smith, Republican. So you got one that is from Texas, the other one that's from where, Vermont? Yes. I think it's Vermont. These guys decreased it, I want to say, from 20 years to 14 years, and then later on they increased it back to 20 years. And now they're adding extensions to it. This is very, very scary for these guys at their board meeting. But this is very, very good for consumers who can't afford some of these drugs.
2: Well, I remember when you did the town hall with Vivek. You, this is something you've been following for quite some time now, what's going on with the lobbying issue and everything that's going on at Big Pharma. Uh, look, we all see what's going on at the border. The only thing that's more complicated than the border is healthcare in America these days. And obviously Big Pharma is a major extension of that. But when you asked Vivek that question, you, you actually showed a image during the town hall you did with him yep. a couple months ago, yep. and you asked about like the 10-year drop-off. That was that whole situation. Mm-hmm. What do you recall of what, what Vivek responded to that?
1: With which one?
2: That question that you asked him about the patent pending and everything and that to Vivek.
1: Are you trying to make a point? Or you no, I'm the, asking you. what. Oh, the, no, no. You, you're the one that interviewed Vivek. I, I think the way he put it, you, his yeah. business model on how he built this company Sometimes he would buy things out of patent and time it well or things that maybe didn't get approved. It's a very complex situation on how, Mm -hmm. you know, he built his business, what he did. But there's a part of it. I don't remember exactly what he said, but there's a part of it where I understand recognizing the company that created it. You ought to get credit for that. And the credit should be you should have a monopoly on the drug for a number of years because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have this drug. Go for it. But then the question becomes, is that five years? Is that seven years? Is that 10 years? Is that 20 years? What is it? My idea would be, at first, you can have it for five or seven years. Then you can give it to competitors, and you lower it by a certain percentage, your price point. And then, after a number of years, it's released to public. It's generic. Anybody else can mm-hmm. sell it for whatever price point.
2: I remember the image that you showed. There was a steep drop-off after Massive. year 10, yeah. I say. Massive. It was like 100 bucks, and then it went down to like 2 bucks after 10 years.
1: Rob, do you have any of those? The, the drugs that lose price after patent expires? If you just type that up, a bunch will come up. By the way, the, the, the number on how much they lose is in crazy. some In some cases, is 95%. Oh, my God. 95% on how much they lose value. Once a pharmaceutical company, the cliff, it's called the patent cliff. Yeah. The patent cliff on drugs is massive. So here's your margins, whatever you got. A year after the patent expires, 51%. Two years, 57%. Three years, 66%. Look what happens after six year. The drug is 77% cheaper, okay? In some cases, 95% cheaper. And by the way, we're talking about you sell a drug for $1,000, 95% is what? 50 bucks. Wow. It's a big difference in some of these prices. But you know, there's a drug that you pay annually $3.2 million. What is Rob, can you g- Google most expensive uh, drugs uh, in America?
3: Wasn't it one of them the guy? What was that guy? Martin, Sh- what Martin Skreli? Skreli? Right yeah. there. Look at this. Farmabrom- is it for cancer, Pat?
1: No, zoom in. Look at this. Hemgenics, $3.5 million for per one time dose. What? Per one time dose is $3.5 million. What? Per, yeah. For hemophilia. Well, one time, though. interesting. One time, one what? Well, the These drugs. are the most expensive drugs. These are the most expensive drugs. Three point two here. million dollars. Okay. For, cere- for muscle dystrophy. For muscular dystrophy. D- d- e. yes. Okay. Third one. Skysona, three million dollars per one time. I what? Even Cerebral, Cerebral
3: adrenal, cerebr- adrenal-
1: lococonus Yeah. <laughs> wow! Right. Wow! That was intense. Uh, My uh, head hurt. Next one. Zintaglo, two point eight million dollars, right? And now, who's who's
2: affording this? What is happening? Rich people that are that you never hear about the average person. Those dead. Those
1: those first three there
4: are also life changes. If you take a look at those, that that's not like allergies. No, those are one time or two time doses that are. If it works for that patient, that's major life change or a life extension. Oh,
2: yeah. Because, well, because well, I, about I, obviously, if you're paying $3 million, yeah, it's not so, like so them for kids so the 4 to 5 person, years old with you're a terrible, dead, or terrible
3: you're su- genetic. You're suffering
2: forever unless you could spend
3: $3.2 million for one dose. Oh, my God. Yeah,
1: That's and this crazy. is the patent cliff that the, we were talking about. Look at this patent yeah. cliff, Vinny. After That's how it works. Years. After yeah. years, International, yeah. look at the drop. This is and then U.S., look at the drop. By the way, one of them went from $1. 12 billion billion in 2007. Okay, look at that year, 2006. And it drops all the way down to what? Nothing. Zero. Oh, my God. Nothing. Like, it's it's the the amount of margins for it. It becomes small. So, the it's really a patent issue problem they're having in this industry. And if, we, if any president or politician wants to really address this, there's the one thing no one wants to talk about, and it's the patent law. That's where all this starts. If you touch that, great. If you don't, it's going to continue happening because they can do it. Next. Um, so this next story is kind of interesting. So the Trump-Carroll judge was mentor to Eugene. Lawyer conflict of interest appeal expected. I'll read this to you and I'm going to show you a clip, which is kind of weird, on how this lady reacts and how Rachel Maddow celebrates. Which I understand her being happy because, you know, Rachel Maddow is not the biggest fan of uh, uh, Trump, but the reaction is slightly concerning. So uh, uh, here's a relationship between her and the judge. Donald Trump's legal team is set to use a previously undisclosed conflict of interest as grounds for appealing. A recent verdict that orders the former president to pay uh, uh, E.J. Carroll $83.3 million. Trump's attorney, Alina Haba, told the New York Post she was previously unaware that Manhattan's federal judge, Louis Kaplan, who presided over the case, worked with Robert Kaplan, Carroll's attorney, at the Paul Weiss Rifkin, Wharton and Gerson law firm in the early 90s. Haba says neither the judge nor Robert Kaplan revealed this pr- uh, professional history. It was never disclosed. It's insane and so incestuous, Haba said. Uh, uh, asserting the non disclosed uh, counts as an ethics violation early in her career, Roberto worked as an associate at the firm during the same period as Judge Kaplan, was a partner until his 1994 appointment to the federal bench by then President Bill Clinton. 15 facts that people don't know about uh, uh, E. J. Carroll. Number one, uh, Bergdorf Goodman has no surveillance video of the alleged incident. That's one. Two, there are zero witnesses to alleged sexual attack. Three, Carol first came forward conveniently with the allegations while promoting her book, What Do We Need Men For, in 2019. Four, Carol was unable to remember when his alleged attack even occurred. She told her lawyer in 2023, this question, the when, the when, the date, has been something I've been constantly trying to pin down. It's pretty strange to say that in 2023. The Donna Karn blazer dress she claims to have worn during the alleged incident was not even available at the time of her claim. Six. She never came forward with these allegations over the years, despite constantly being open about sexuality, posting things that they were very sexual in nature on social media, many of which Trump has shared. Seven. She said she was never raped, telling the New York Times podcast, "The Daily." Every woman gets to choose her word. Every woman gets to choose how she describes it. This is my way of saying it. This is my word. This is the word is my fight. My word is not the victim word. I have not. I have not been raped. She continues. I have something that has not been done to me. I fought. That's the thing. She named her cat Vagina. Wow. Out of all the names you can Weird. name her cat. So did I. Her dog, or her cat was named vagina the judge wouldn't allow us to put it in there out of all the things it's kind of weird you named your cat vagina joe tocopina an attorney for trump pointed out in may 2023 that carol's entire story has an incredible similarities to 2012 episode of law and order special victims unit in that episode titled uh, theater and tricks an individual talks about a rape fantasy in Bergdorf goodman's the same department store where carol <laughs> claims the incident took place Ten, speaking of shows, Carol loved Trump's show, The Apprentice. I was a big fan of the show. Very impressed by it, she said. Eleven, Carol made a joke, associates sex and Bergdorf Goodman in a November 1993 edition of Ellie, which was before the alleged Trump attack took place. Twelve, Carol is finally backed by anti-Trump Democrat uh, mega donor Reed Hoffman who has openly admitted to visiting convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein's private island. 13. Whoopsie. Democrat Party <laughs> activist, her as well, Brian, you know, <laughs> instead the state of am cameras. Okay, we can skip this one. 14. The lawsuit was only able to proceed after Democrat created the adult supervisor act of 2022 and 15. Carol once said, most people think of rape as sexy. She said that to, obviously, uh, Anderson Cooper. But watch this here. When Rachel Maddow uh, uh, asks the question, what are you going to do with the money? little weird here. Watch this.
0: You've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, Rachel, yes, tell me. I had such such great ideas (laughs) for all the good I'm gonna do with this money. First thing, Rachel, you and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely <laughs> the- new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for crawling, new fishing <laughs> rod for mommy. Dude, dude. Oh, Rachel, look at the lawyers, how uncomfortable they are.
4: It's, your Rachel. it's yours, Nothing.
3: Rachel. Penthouse Look at Rachel, you freaking uh, chill. You want France? Look you at want to go fishing nope. in France? No? <laughs> <laughs> Fake laugh. All right. All right. Okay. Look at that. Yeah, That's awkward. Looks like <laughs> Blinken when, when Biden That's talks. Although,
0: if me fishing in France... That's enough. Could do something for women's rights, I would Psycho. take the hit. You know, I would
1: obviously. You can pause it. That's a little weird. right? Tom, li- what are your thoughts on little. it? Well, guess what?
4: I I made a statement on this podcast um, two shows ago, three shows ago, Pat. And I said, no one is paying attention. They, the media has its day with the headline. Trump is not going to pay this. He's never going to pay this. This number, 83, is not going to change hands. Here's what's going to happen. There are so many elements in here, and if you look deep enough, you're finding that the rationale for appeal in this case is legendary. The number of causes, legitimate causes for appeal, the excessiveness of the award, the conflict of interest between the judge, the judge not disclosing, oh, yeah, we were at the same law firm, and actually I had responsibility to kind of mentor her. Whoops, sorry, I didn't bring that up. All of these are legitimate causes to come forth under appeal to do one of three things demute the verdict, dismiss the verdict, or actually remand it for retrial or and to 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 basically put them in a position where they have to work this again. Now that's the lowest probability possible. But what we're looking at here is all the appellate things. Usually what happens, you're gonna go to appeal and this thing's gonna get reduced mightily and there will be some agreement. She doesn't have a nickel and she's not getting a nickel. And I hope she's got a savings account. I hope Reed Hoffman has given her more money because she's got to fund the appeal process and the appeal process is is going to be legendary in this case. This is huge. The Dems and the liberals seem to think that you can try a case in the media and get a headline out of it, and that's where you finish it. No, there's a due process and the appellate process, and it's about to get long. But the but the
3: goal, great point, Tom, the goal of what all this is, with what they're doing in Georgia, with all these cases with headlines. Trump, it's freaking headlines, and the average person, Tom, isn't doing what we're doing. They're not doing what you're doing, Tom, where you're up at night doing all this all this research. All they know right now is he raped her, he's in a room, and he has to pay $83 million, which he's not going to pay any of it. But look, listen to the conf- conflict of interest, okay? The judge, remember the picture of that crazy judge that you guys showed? He was a mentor for the attorney, the one that you just saw, Carol. Uh, uh, Roberta Kaplan, which has no relation to the judge, in the '90s he worked with Carroll's attorney, but they never disclosed it. That guy, that's called a conflict of interest. It shouldn't even be able to go this far. That's going to have this whole case uh, thrown out. And then you see that video.
4: Undisclosed the, is the issue.
3: Undisclosed. You have to show it. And then, like, guys, think about it. And I, I, I looked this up too. This, it's all a ploy. It's all election interference. The same lady that's prosecuting Trump. In uh, Fulton County, Georgia. What's her name? Fannie Willis. You know what she's subpoenaed for right now? Investigation? Corruption. So it's it's hilarious how once you realize their game, accuse the enemy of what you're guilty of yourself. That's all we keep seeing. This is all a sham. But going back to, is it going to work, Pat? Is this going to work for the average voter that's sitting there going, that's not, that doesn't see it like how we see. The moment they see him, they're going to go, nope, rape the girl. In a, in a in a store, in a dressing room, and that's it, bro. That's I, th- what this I is. think
1: it's going to work for the people that are never going to vote for Trump anyways. But for people that are the 12% of America, they're going to be like, what are you doing? Because she, the girl, E. Jean Carroll, makes the average person who has common sense and the ability to reason, you know what the average person says that actually— is part of the 12% camp with the ability to reason. Those are the people that run America, by the way. You know what they say? You think I'm stupid? Why, why, hey, Rachel, why do you insult me like this? Don't patronize me. This woman is full of it. Anderson Cooper, you think we're dumb? You're just trying to find a reason to hurt this guy. They may even say, I don't even like this candidate, Donald. Let's just say they say that, right? But I don't like what you're doing to him. And that's manipulation. Yep. The 12% of America that has the ability to reason and has common sense. I'm not talking the ones that are gonna vote Republican no matter what. I'm not talking about the side that's gonna vote Democrat no matter what. I'm talking about the 12% in the middle that's kinda like saying, yeah, look man, I don't like what you're doing here, I'm not with it. You think we're dumb, we're not dumb. You're making me wanna vote for him even more. And they're flipping people. The more they do this, the more flipping people to Trump. That's what they're doing.
2: Yeah, the polls show it's not working. I actually fully agree with what you're saying. Things like this make an average person be like, "Dude, I don't like what they're doing to this guy. Because I'm putting it in the same categories, what they did to Tate, what they did to Russell Brand, what Amber Heard tried to do to Johnny Depp. The biggest divide in this country at this point, I have some stats to show you, is no longer between... Republicans, Democrats, blacks and whites, identity politics, it's no longer race, religion, it's it's genuinely gender. And there's this patriarchy, uh, feminism movement going on right there that is dividing America. If you look at these stats right here, it, it's very clear the stark divide that's happening right now. Democrats versus Republicans. So this is gender by marital status, okay? Married men, almost 60% to 40% Republicans. So if you're a married man, you're You're more likely to be Republican. 60%, got you. Okay, if you're a married woman, you're also more likely to be Republican. If you're an unmarried man, just a single dude. That's me. You're more likely Mm -hmm. to be Republican. And that has shifted. Here's the biggest stark example. If you're an unmarried woman, the Chelsea Handler types, 68% likely to be Democrat. So this deep divide that we're talking about right now, and it's sort of like the best image of it is four women... On camera on MSNBC, laughing at Trump being accused of these crimes. Yep. <laughs> We're gonna go fishing. Yeah, it's like as a dude, you have to look and be like, "Yeah, even if I'm not the biggest Trump fan myself, you have to look and be like, this is all a sham. This is all bullshit."
1: Yeah. How many of these four are married, by the way? Is Rachel Maddow married? I don't Rachel know. Rachel
2: Maddow is a lesbian.
1: Okay. Okay. Great. E. four Married. Yeah. <laughs> Is E Jean Carroll married or I is she have, single?
2: No, but she's dating her cat vagina.
1: Okay, yeah, those two Ooh. girls right there are they married? The lawyers? I have no clue. They're just getting. Look, you look at the ring finger. She doesn't have a ring yeah. finger. The lady to the left, right? So
2: these are these are so women. So these are
1: part of the statistics. These are vagina. women who hate men. Their whole agenda is to bring down. The patriarchy. Rob, can you play the clip to see if the lady on the right is married? Just turn off the audio because we don't want to hear the voice. Just I want to hear the hands moving. Single
4: women, 70% See if yeah, there's
1: anything with that hand on the right moving. No, the lawyer's locked in. I don't even know if those are, okay, that one yeah. finger moved. But, uh, the, you know, when I saw the movie Barbie, I, and I didn't see it because I
2: like Barbie. I wanted to see from a cultural phenomenon yeah. what was happening right there. Tell the they truth. They mentioned, really it's awesome. Yeah. The truth. I'm a big Margot Robbie fan ever since uh, Wolf God, of Wall Street. What else? But they mentioned the word patriarchy 12 times. Patriarchy. Patriarchy. Oh, make, we gotta bring go down back? the patriarchy. Go back, go back, go back. Go back. She left?
1: Nope. Pause. Is that a ring?
2: I don't know. That's a booger though.
1: It's okay. definitely it's not rock.
2: But the point is that the starkest divide that we're seeing in the country right now is between men and women, and they want to be basically deepen this divide. And Trump, is there any more clear example of the patriarchy than the billionaire Playboy model dating? President of the United States. But it goes deep. To me, but it's, it's the people like her. Like, that's the problem. It's
3: the Rachel Maddow. Besides her, besides a lawyer, besides the mainstream media, Rachel Maddow, along with uh, Joy Reid, your favorite hairstyle-having girl, it's just the the amount of... Like soullessness that they have, <clears throat> that could, that they could do this and laugh and berate and hope, like because I, I just sent um, Rob a clip of Rachel Maddow is one of those people, Patrick, that just is completely full of crap, full of crap, full of crap, and then they flip, they flip everything. I I we don't have to show right now, but I show I I sent him a clip of her completely lying over and over and over, and then she flips. At the end, talking about Trump and stuff. It's the same thing with Joy Reid. They're all the same. They're all. The, can we show this map? Look, play this. Play, look how much full of shit she is. This is her in 2017. The bottom line of this dossier, the bottom line Russia
0: allegation, the Trump. point of it is that the Trump campaign didn't just benefit from Russia interfering in our presidential campaign. The point of this is they colluded, they helped, they were in on it. This is kind of a real story. <laughs> the connections between the Trump servers and the Alpha Bank servers were real. They were covert communications that someone was trying to hide. That the Trump organization and Alpha Bank appear to have been trying to hide. Lie. False. Now we what? know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. Lie. Hold on. Lie. A vaccinated person what? gets exposed to the virus. Uh. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere. No, else. Watch. Are you, oh, ready? Idiot. Oh. And now ready? cannot I, use a vaccinated person as Trump a host to, to go time. get more people. Watch. they don't want to give Trump airtime. We Why? and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform Why? to remarks by former President Trump. Why, it is Rachel? not out of spite. Okay. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision. By the way, you can pause but, it right yeah. there.
1: You, you, know, you know what never lies? Here's what never lies. Results don't lie. How's MSNBC doing? Honestly, Tom, how is MSNBC <laughs> doing? You can, sh- you can say whatever you want, Rachel. There's this thing that they call data, stats, numbers. Does it favor you with that smug look on your face? If it does, you're right. It doesn't. Your numbers suck. It's so bad that to make it nice, didn't she go down, Rob, to only doing her show once a week instead of five days a week? Is that what happened to her? Thought, she went down to doing it once she was about to, Yeah, I, th- I thought they almost got rid of her. I think they only do it once a week or once a month and, instead of the regularly five And you, and you see, but, but, but mind you, though, no, now that— MSNBC
4: t- MSNBC was in the face of data, in the face of ratings, in the face of ad revenue, in the face of when they don't have an election year or a war, you know, the news, news— Organizations financially suffer if you don't have an election, a war or a a massive, massive presidential controversy. So they were looking for money and they're looking in the couch cushions to see if there's a couple of coins in there. And they revamped the contracts of many of the talent. And supposedly in response to the revamp, Maddow says, well, you know, if you're not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. And she ended up on a reduced schedule. But it just just it. I, it, I this just is find, to Pat's point. Just, this is in response to data, and it's not a growing, thriving, you know, financially, you know, rocket ship. They're responding to real data and real dollars that they don't have. But, but it just bothers me as a human
3: being. You know, you know, she can't be stupid, bro. That you are lying to us. You are giving us misinformation. People, you're making people hate each other. And you're the problem. When 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 Trump said that, like Jim Acosta and CNN, the enemy of the people, you're lying to the people to make us hate each other. And it's not working. But it ain't working.
1: No, no. What I I'm just don't is, like it. Though. I, you're not going to like it. That's that's, a, that's the job of what they got. They're going to keep doing it. But your Rachel Maddow will switch to weekly show under new MSNBC contract. Oh, why is it a Daily. new contract? Yeah, the because the old one people, wasn't profitable. Yeah, that's the listen. Here's the, the the best part about capitalism, man. Capitalism is the best. It doesn't lie. You know, yesterday, uh, uh, Chris and I were talking, Cuomo, and he said something uh, uh, about politicians. And I shared a tweet. I said, You tweet this, I'm gonna share it right now. He said, Politicians are the only people we pay to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Politicians are the only people we pay to do nothing. You know what happens in capitalism? If you pay people that do nothing, guess what happens? You, you know go what happens? Capital- Not only you go out of business, you get fired. Mm-hmm. Okay? You get fired, the market exposes you, you're done. Period. There is no ifs and buts about it, right? You're done. Capitalism is exposing Rachel Maddow. The system she trashes, that she's not the biggest fan of, okay, is getting her to get her show to go weekly. And by the way, it's not like she's old. How old is Rachel Maddow? She looks forty. She looks very good. I would say forty. I'm not. I'm not even uh, waiting on her. I think she looks very young and good at fifty years old. You go on a weekly. You know what that means? What basketball player retires young? The ones that are no longer good and nobody wants to sign a contract to them, okay? What person on TV stops doing shows and goes to weekly? Those who are no no longer bringing money to the company. No one as big of a name. She's been the face of MSNBC for how many years? Guess what? You're moving on to being, yeah. So anyways, let's move on to the next story. She's getting a little too many minutes here. We got to go to the next story. Okay, next story here. uh, I'll go to uh, 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 the paycheck situation here. Workers are paying to get their paychecks early. It's payday lending on steroids, one expert says. And again, buy now, pay later, then it's this one here. Millions of American workers are using Earn wage access. It's called EWA programs, allowing them to access a portion of their pay before payday, often for a fee. These programs have gained popularity due to their benefits, including quick access to funds for emergencies, according to the latest data. From De- uh, Dados Insights, in the employee-sponsored market alone, $9.5 billion in wages was accessed early during the 2020s, tripled from $3.2 billion in 2018. The number of transactions was increased threefold over that period to 55.8 million transactions from 18.6 million people. That means about... You know, some uh, a third of those—it's just the same people coming back to it. While some see these programs as helpful, experts warn that overuse and high fees, which can translate into interest rate uh, of up to four 400- hundred percent. PBD—that's a joke. Wow, yes, four hundred percent can lead to financial harm. The industry rapid growth has raised concerns about it becoming akin to payday lending on steroids.
2: Dude, uh, this is something that I feel very strongly about. I did a video across the street. You know, there's a place called Amscot. Yep. I walked in there because I've been talking, I've been shouting from the rooftops for years about this business model. You know, I'm always saying FTM, follow the money. This business model, I don't even know how it's legal. Okay. This business model is predatory and it is lethal for the consumer. I talk about something called the C's of debt. Everything starts with a C, whether it's credit cards, whether it's cars, whether it's colleges, whether it's consumer loans, whether it's cribs, AKA mortgages, nothing is as bad as cash advances, AKA payday loans. The whole premise of debt. You know, they say there's good debt, there's bad debt. Well, I say debt inherently is bad. You're losing the interest rate game. How much are you paying for your money? 400%. Four hundred percent. Credit cards are not allowed to what charge. Are you eating? Sorry, it's a myth. <laughs> Credit cards are not allowed to charge more than what twenty five percent. How do these guys get away with charging two, three, four hundred percent on your money? If you want to invest your money in the stock market, yeah. Do you know what a good rate of return is? If you're hey, S and P did. Ten percent this year. This past year, did twenty five percent.
1: So this is the calculation Imagine digging you show your this hole, year. Yes. So let's just say you got three hundred dollars borrowed, fourteen day terms. Okay, thirty three dollars is the finance charges. Sweet. Annual percentage comes down to two hundred eighty seven percent. That's how it's done. So, but to a person, they're like, "Dude, I'll pay the thirty three bucks." But to this business, they're like, "Dude, you know what kind of return we're making? Ridiculous. No one in Wall Street's making a kind of return we're making." Tom, your thoughts on this?
4: Well, the, the increase of this, I. I First of all, if you haven't seen that video from Adam, you should go watch it. It's it's a brilliant breakdown. And the other part of this, the headline, by the way, it's CNBC finally puts the truth in a headline. It's payday lending on steroids. It is. It's terrible. What it's saying is that Americans are facing cash flow pinches. The Main Street is, the the market was up, and there was a big year for the S&P last year. Market's all-time high. But Main Street is in trouble. The amount of debt they have is in trouble. And now we're seeing data showing that this is showing a cash flow problem. They need the $300 before they get their paycheck. When? Next week! Mm-hmm. Not next year! They're trying to get the paycheck next week! And they got a cash flow problem. Main Street is pinched and in deep trouble. And these are predatory because they make it seem so easy, so convenient. They're selling ease, convenient, and speed and access. We're on every corner. Every corner in what neighborhood? It is. It's absolutely predatory. And it shows that there's a a group of Americans on on Main Street that are pinched.
2: Yeah, and here's the biggest problem. Well, we all heard the stats that two-thirds of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. It's almost like drugs. Once you get started on this thing, it's over, and you're just working at your job, it's not like you're making more money. You're hooked. You're going to come back next paycheck, and you're going to come back next paycheck. And you say things like, Well, it's only 30 bucks because you made the next paycheck smaller. Exactly. It's only 30 bucks, it's only 50 bucks, and they got you, bro. You're in their spider web. You ain't getting out. It's very, very scary and predatory.
1: Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, th- th- this is. This is when you got to sit there and kind of weigh in your habits and what you're doing that's helping you and hurting you. And some of these habits that people get hooked on is destroying people's lives. By the way, the only reason somebody has to do that is because they put themselves in a financial situation and a bind that's causing them to make desperate decisions. And these companies are simply sitting there saying, don't come to us, go to somebody else. It's like casinos. What is the best commercial that one Harris Casino ran? You know, if you have a gambling problem and you (laughs) come to Harris Casino and you're having a hard time. Call this one eight hundred number. We don't want you to lose all your money on Harris. Yeah. (laughs) Wing. Wing. Ding. Yeah. Okay. And because you understand like how that kind of works, and then you call them. So look, I I think I have a gambling problem. What should I do? Well, how much money you got left in your credit card? Twelve hundred (laughs) dollars. How much do you own debt? Fifty thousand dollars. Look, have you thought about putting that 1,200 on 23? It's Michael Jordan's yes. temper, <laughs> If you win, we can pay yes. that off at one time. Is- Why don't you go yeah. back? It, again, it has to be your choice. Yeah. Why don't you go back and put it on 23? Mm-hmm. And if you win... For a small 5% fee, we'll take it from you. But at the same time, we'll celebrate. You'll be able to pay oh, off your yeah, debt. What do you think about that? We'll yeah. put you on the bill billboard with yeah. all the confetti. <laughs> by the way, we'll give you a free hotel
3: room in Vegas. We'll <laughs> play for your state. Come <laughs> on in. Have a great time. You'd appreciate this just really fast. This is when I was going crazy and drinking. Yeah. And I was in L.A. at Commerce Casino. I'm playing poker, okay? And I look on the wall. And I see the 1-800 gambling problem. And in front of the table, I go, my, I'm in a hand. And I go, can I just really fast? I call the number on speaker. Everybody's like shocked. The dealer's mad. And they go, you know, what's your problem? And I go, listen, I got pocket jacks. I think <laughs> this guy might have kings, And there's a pause. And the lady goes, what the hell is your problem? I go, okay, you don't, you don't play poker. And I hung up on her. Yeah, that, number,
1: that number, they're actually kidding. Hilarious. That oh, is hilarious. Man. Okay, let's go to the next story. Uh, next story. Let, let's uh, uh, um, I'll go to the Super Bowl one at the end. I like that story, but we'll go to that at the end. Okay, so which one should we do? Let's go to Trump team reached out to RFK early on about serving as VP. Wouldn't write it off. This is a New York Post story. Now, again, some people say this is true. Some people say it's not true. But let's read this. Individuals within Trump's uh, circle made initial reco- uh, inquiries to RFK about the possibility of him serving as Trump's running mate in 2024 pres- presidential campaign with expressions of interest coming right out of the box when Kennedy announced his candidacy in April 2023. One insider remark, uh, anything's possible. I wouldn't write it off by any means, although Kennedy, an independent candidate, has consistently rejected the idea. Donors have supported both Trump and Kennedy, acknowledged that the concept of drafting Kennedy as a running mate remains a topic of discussion within Trump circles, despite potential ideology, uh, uh, ideological Differences. Steve Bannon, a former White House strategist for Trump, has endorsed the idea, suggesting that a Trump-Kennedy ticket could lead to a massive landslide. Very, very interesting. Same time, a day later, senior Trump campaign advisor rules out RFK joining as a VP, so top aide comes out a day later saying there's no way this is possible. Uh, uh, senior Uh, Trump advisor Chris Lassivita refuted that the campaign has never, has had ever reached out to Kennedy and closed the door on doing so in the future to be VP. This is 100% fake news. No one from the Trump campaign ever reached out, approached RFK, uh, or, or ever will. One of the most liberal and radical environmentalists in the country for all the fake news. Update your stories, Civita said, wow. on X. Earlier that day, the Post reported that individuals close to Trump had reached out to Kennedy, who is now running as an independent <laughs> candidate for president. And by the way, RFK comes out hinting that he may run as a libertarian. Adam, thoughts on the story? This
2: is 100% not real. This is 100% fake, and I don't use the word 100% lightly. Uh, he's nowhere on the top candidates list. You know, I'm all about Vegas, talking about when mm-hmm. you're going and doing your betting betting in Vegas. Look at the Vegas odds. You want to pull them up, Rob? Here's who the leading candidate is for VP. V- v- Two of them are female. So Elise Stefanik, she's the one that became famous uh, for basically the Harvard lashing one? out against the, the Harvard, Harvard presidents. Exactly. I love Harvard, the-
4: MIT, and Penn. Exactly. She's amazing.
2: And then my girl, Christy Noam, who I think. And then our guy, Vivek, that's a top three. You got Sleepy Ben Carson out there. You got Tim Scott that I don't think is going to be the guy. Who's you got below You got Sarah Huckabee, beautiful person. You got Carrie Lake. Tudor Nixon, not a name, uh, and then Tucker, and then if you scroll down, look at these odds. By the way, can you scroll down even more, Rob? That's it. You're gonna have to keep scrolling and scrolling uh, and scrolling to see Robert F. Kennedy's name. It's like eight thousand. Ted won, Cruz is like on that. that.
1: Zoom in a little bit. Yeah,
2: Marco Rubio. Oh, Mike Pence is on that
1: list. What? <laughs> yeah. Where's Pence? What? Go up a little bit. Hey, Doug. Yeah. There's Doug. <laughs> there's got, Rob, go up, go, a go up a little bit more. Yeah. Let's, oh, keep going up because there's more names. Yeah. Keep going up. Keep going yeah. up. Like, that's, that's what you got to yeah. do. No, okay. no. Okay, yeah. So Kerry Lake, Tucker Carlson, Tulsi Gabbard, Yep. Not Just wait till you see Pence. where RFK is. I can't accept gifts. Pence, <laughs> Candace Owens, Rubio, Ivanka, Glenn Youngkin, Marjorie Taylor Greene would insane. So the point is. Mike Pence has a better chance of There's a RFK, the There's an RFK, 84,000. Okay, gotcha. That's a crazy bet.
2: Kanye West well, actually, has RFK a better chance.
1: To...
2: Exactly. <laughs> Kanye West has a better chance. And Meaning, Chris Christie. Yeah, yeah. just... <laughs> Ye- Chris Christie, Chris, Chris. whose whole campaign <laughs> was <to destroy> <laughs> Trump. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Has a better chance at RFK. So I get that it's fodder, and I great that it's to have a conversation, and thank you for these news outlets that basically allowed us to have this conversation. <laughs> FTM, y'all, follow the money. There's you know, no you chance you, you're, that you're, you're, RFK... Thanks, Tom. Uh, there's no chance that uh, RFK is going to be the VP Tom, go for it. I, I thought you were rapping. I'm sorry about no, that. No, Tom, do your thing, bro. So, Individuals... <laughs> anyway, you can find me on... <laughs> I'm
1: on Manect. He's
3: on Manect, everybody. Tom's Canadian. Well, yo, just Mike learned. just messaged me. That's a great bet. For uh, RFK, a $100 bet, right, Mike, who right. pays back what? $84,000 for sure. your $100 bet. And that might be a bet you may have
4: to make. So we here at Harris Casino. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. You could be on the and then some. So Man, what probably. I love about this story right there, Adam, let's dissect this. Do it. Who said it? The Post reported. Mm-hmm. This is where, ladies and gentlemen, this is where reputable publications or partly reputable publications literally just make up stories. Individuals close to Trump. This whole story is written, paragraphs around individuals close to Trump. Mm-hmm. Reported, this is what people
2: are saying. Reportedly
4: yeah. reached out. Allegedly. There's nobody there. Individuals close to Trump. It could have been the bellman that he was walking yeah. by, and at that moment, he was close to Trump. Yeah. Come on. This is This is an example. The fake news happens when they make stuff up publications yeah. just make it up and that's what they hang it on that simple statement is what keeps them legally out of court well it was individuals close to trump and we don't reveal our sources.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah whistleblowers or we have what with that being said looking at the odds at least the this is when we've had the whole conversation it's a congressperson in new york but it's former Blah 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 she's the only person from new york on this list
1: Remember that conversation yeah, we had, yeah. and Lee Zeldin is nowhere on that list. Correct. So, yeah. th- but th- that's the part. You know, the one thing that I called you on. Remember what I called you on. What I told you, mm-hmm. I said it, it, the 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 job of a great tight camp, a great tight camp, is it's very hard. This is why you don't let everybody in. You don't let everybody in. There's people that think they're in, but only the in people know who's in and who's not in. Okay. And the way you test some people to think if they're in or not is leak a little bit to them and see if it stays or not. Gotcha. And you don't leak them a level one, tier one type of inside information. You leak them tier four. And then if they leak a tier four, 100% they're going to leak a tier one. But then once you have identified who a tier one is, the tier one people's job is one thing. You know what they do for a living? Confuse everybody. That's mm-hmm. your job. The job of a tier one advisor is to confuse anybody that's not a tier one. Your job is to do that 24-7 in the most smoothest possible way. And the tier one people who are on the inside are doing a really good job confusing the shit out of America. Yeah, because nobody knows. That's exactly the job of a tier one advisor. Brilliant. That's exactly what a tier one advisor does. A lot of them think they're tier one. They could be tier two, tier three. You still trust a tier two. Yeah. Not like a tier one. You still trust a tier three, but not like a tier one. You still trust a tier four, but not like a tier one. Everybody is like, yeah, I'm his boy. You know, Trump and I do this. Yeah, look at this. He texted me. Look at this. We call this. Great. You're part of a tier four, tier five. But a tier one is not going around showing text messages to Trump. Tier nope. one doesn't do that. Quiet. Tier one doesn't go brag about how close they are to somebody. It's just here's who we are. Advisor. Advisor. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's a very big difference between tier one and... And everybody, by the moves.
3: way, Tom just told me what you guys were
1: talking about, so he's a tier four for sure. He, he made the announcement too. for but, sure. Yeah, but um, for hundred dollars, Tom will Tom, tell you what's going what on the T- on <laughs> tier one. Manek- no, no, that's the whole <laughs> difference. Help me
4: beat Adam, I'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> anything. <laughs> Manect them
1: for the secret. Imagine that would be the funniest yeah. thing. 999. <clears throat> the next. Okay, so let's go down. to the Iran situation here. So, three U.S. troops killed by Iranian backed drone strike in Jordan. Biden vows Roger retaliation. Chris. And uh, uh, Biden vows retaliation. Three American service members killed, and more than two dozen others wounded in drone attack in Jordan with Iranian-backed militias believed to be responsible. President Joe Biden vowed retaliation, saying, "Have no doubt, we will hold all these, all those responsible to account at a time in a manner our choosing." The attack marked our choosing. (laughs) Okay, the attack marked the first time American troops had been directly targeted since the start of Israel-Hamas war in October. While the U.S. supported Israel against Hamas it attempted to prevent the conflict from spreading further to the Middle East, Iranian-backed militias have carried out numerous attacks in the region in recent months, targeting U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria, as well as American ships and commercial vessels in the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden. So, And then, by the way, he gives this whole speech. Biden gives chilling nuclear warning over attacking Iran after kamikaze drone. Rob, if you can pull up that clip where... Joy Reid accidentally says what she says at the end. It's a hot mic. I'll I'll read this, and then you prepare the video. Ex-UN weapons inspector David Albright warns against launching uh, direct strikes on Iran, emphasizing the risk could lead Iran to believe building nuclear warheads is the best option. You certainly don't want to attack Iran now by any means, but you do need to retaliate. Certainly any retaliation should be directed to the group with a message to Iran, control your proxies. One of the reasons... To do that is you don't want Iran to feel it's being backed into a corner. Well, where, where it feels that building nuclear weapon is its best way out. Iran has quite a nuclear weapons capability that they've put together over the last twenty-something years. Albright, uh, Albright sheds light on the capabilities of kamikaze drones used in the attack, stating they carry quite a bit of high explosive and they're pre-programmed. To its stationary targets, they can hit pretty precisely a military base and highlighted that Iran could uh, produce enough weapons grade uranium for a nuclear weapon within a week. But watch this here. Here's Joe, Joe Reed. Fantastic here. If you can play this clip, please go forward.
0: it. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue.
3: If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done.
0: Starting another fucking
3: war. <laughs> <Stop.
1: Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> go back, Uh-oh. Rob, just, go back ten oh, seconds and play it from like nine seconds. She wants to say Donald. Donald? Donald, watch this. No, no, she just flat out yes. yeah. is against today, what's going on. I-
3: I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another fucking war. Joey, watch your <laughs> language, Joy, Joy. It's almost as if uh, the Trump hair has made her yeah. into an anti-war Trump-like figure. And it's weird how, think about this, remember I told you about soulless people like Rachel Maddow? Dude, so, that's not how they think. Yeah, Adam, it's, it is to me because
1: she's out here. P- what you're p- saying is like the, the, what she says and how she lives are two different things. Is that what you're, that's what you believe. I, I believe. You're not 100%. Uh, you believe that. I, I believe right. that
3: she can go on there race baiting, country's racist, yeah. Trump is evil, this. But then guess what? Behind closed doors, you know what she's saying? These effers want to start a, a war. I'm anti right. this. So she's not the, she's not really who you see when she's in front of what the camera.
1: What do you think, Tom? I uh, not cool. Look, man, by the way, you think that's the same AI organization targeting uh, Taylor Swift that's targeting saying those words, or was it really her saying it? Look, I got nothing to say about her Watch her come out and say the following. Imagine she comes out tomorrow and says, that's not me, it's it's, it's AI. And that's going to be the problem with ahead, it, too.
4: Right, and, you know, um, I look at Joy Reid, and I – I don't care what she looks like. I just listen to what she says. I listen to her opinions. I see a person who's being completely manipulated by the media to present things on the mic, and then you're seeing the real person come out on the hot mic. So I think it shows that there's probably a lot of reporters out there cashing a paycheck, living in conflict in their heart and their mind because they're paid talking heads and they feel things underneath. Uh, I think there's a second thing, there's a bigger story. If you, you listen into that, Our president just blamed Congress for his inability to close the border. If the law was there, I would close the border right now. He has had the worst week Biden has had on border issues. He's got 26 now states saying, you don't care about the good of Americans that live in these states. We're going to support Texas and New Mexico and Arizona, by the way. They're in there, too for what's going on at the border. You went to your freaking Supreme court to get the Supreme court to say the border, the little line of the border. Now that's a jurisdiction of the federal people. Only they can put up walls. And then for, if that's your barbed wire, the federal barbed wire, they can cut it. That's all the Supreme court said. And so Biden is putting the, Putting politics on immigration way above the needs and the the genuine situations that are happening to citizens of Arizona, California, New Mexico, and Texas that are on the Mexican border, and then he has the gall—he well, excuse me—his speechwriters and his policymakers have the gall to prop him up this week and say, "If there is a law right there, I would shut down the border right now, and I want Congress to work on it." He's blaming Congress. You see what he's doing? That's a bigger story that's in the middle of this. Look at it. It's ridiculous. You have the states having to marshal resources because it's not just the political statement. Those are refugees and, and migrants and illegal aliens coming across that, that are sick, that need services, that have nowhere to live, that are living in the street, that are human waste is in the street, have encampments and have crime. There's real things happening here. And all he's th- and all they're thinking about from Washington, hey, here come the voters, here come the voters. Yeah. And so I think that's the bigger thing is he just blamed Congress for the border problem. Yeah. And by the way, and I
3: sent I sent Rob a video of this new caravan of eight thousand people coming here. But what people don't realize is a number one, the president of the United States didn't address the country about this. People, our soldiers God, dying. Let's stay on Iran. Yeah, Iran. I am right now. Blinken, I, hold on. Yeah. Blinken said this is what people aren't realizing. Blinken speaking, not Trump. I mean, not Biden. Yeah. And he said, "We have not seen a situation mm. as dangerous as the one that we are facing now across the region since 1973." This is getting us ready for another bigger
2: conflict with Iran, and they're yeah. trying to be like, "Oh no, dude, we're losing soldiers. We're at war." Thank you, Vinny, for bringing it back to yeah, with, dude. The that's point what I'm was, saying. Joy Reid is just a distraction. We know what's going on at the border right now, but let's stay focused on what is actually happening in the Middle East that could potentially turn. Into a war. There's a difference between a proxy war. There's a difference between a regional conflict, and there's God forbid the difference between a World War III. And I don't like using those terms ever. But Iran, that's the problem, is 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 arguably the biggest problem in the world right now. China economically is a major problem, and China who's is basically funding Iran. We all know what's going on in Russia and Ukraine. That is regional at this point. But the spill, there's nothing spilling over because due to NATO, nothing's spilling over between Russia and Ukraine into the rest of the world. Uh, Iran, everything that's going on with what I call the Triple H crew, Hamas, the Houthis, and Hezbollah, they're all funded by Iran. You know, you've, you've called 2024 what, uh, Chaos. The year, year of chaos. chaos. Yeah. There's nobody sowing more chaos in the world than Iran. Okay? The difference between chaos is order. And what the order is trying to do, the United States, the EU, whether it's Israel, whether it's any Western or democracy of the world, is basically trying to have order and stability in the world. And you have people like the Houthi rebels in the Red Sea attacking chips, basically messing with people's money, cargo, everything that's going on with that. Now, Iran, let's not forget here, three U.S. soldiers were killed. Yep. Okay servicemen were killed by an Iranian proxy. Now, Iran has said, you know, you know, it wasn't us. Every single th- of these issues, whether it's the Houthi rebels in the Red Sea, whether it's Hezbollah north of Israel, whether it's Hamas, they all get their money from Iran, every single one of them, okay? And Iran needs to be dealt with one way or another. So the administration come out and said, basically, there's three ways to deal with Iran. Number one, there's a direct strike on Iran I think everybody's looking to avoid that. They're striking their proxies, one of the Triple H crew, or there's economic sanctions. We've seen what's happened to economic sanctions. There's ways to avoid them. By the way, $6 billion they gave to Iran for hostages. Come on. Have we not realized you can't keep funding terrorist regimes? And there's no way of getting their their mindset out of this. Why? Because in America, we have something called separation of church and state. Whether, whatever your beliefs are, whatever your belief in God is, all good. You're not letting that infuse into all your politics. I get it. Some people, like our current Speaker of the House, infuses it. And People say, I don't know, it's a little separation. There is zero separation between mosque and state in Iran. It's a theocracy run by a mafia-like regime. And it's very scary, and we don't know what to do with it. And slowly but surely... They're continuing to build up their nuclear arsenal. We don't know what's going on there. We all remember what Obama did and funding that and $100 million. Then Trump came out and pulled out of that. Let's not forget, before October 7th, Saudi Arabia and Israel were how close to having a peace treaty? Very close. Very close. Iran looked at that and said, Iran and Saudi Arabia, this is the whole Sunni, Shia, everything that's going on there. They looked at that and they said, holy shit. Israel has already made peace with Egypt, with Jordan, with the UAE, with Bahrain, with whatever countries that are the Now they're going for the big dog. Saudi Arabia, our mortal enemy across the Red Sea. And if we allow this to happen, we're screwed, basically, because they profit off of chaos. And if you're putting together peace treaties and order and alliances,
1: Iran basically well, will be subjugated well, to well, nothing. Well, watch this, though. This is what's interesting. This is a story that just came out. Rob, you put this on the addendum, right? Can you pull up the story real quick? So Russia and China, matter of fact, I think this came out today, this morning, if I'm not mistaken. Today's the 30th. Yeah. Russia and China rush to defend ally Iran as U.S. prepares response. Yep. Okay? Here we go. If those two get involved, there's there's a, it's, it's a war amongst the world, which there's a name for it, right? When the, there's war amongst yep. different countries in the world. Weird. So— Russia and China have urged the U.S. to exercise restraint. Can you imagine Russia and China telling the U.S. to pump your brakes? Mm -hmm. Restraint in its response to killing of three American soldiers in a drone attack on a base in Jordan. Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov stated, now is the time for steps to de-escalate tensions. Wow. China's foreign minister spokesman Wang Wenbin said, we hope that all relevant parties will remain calm and restrained to avoid falling into a vicious cycle of retaliation and prevent further escalation. The United States, uh, including President Joe Biden and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, has vowed to respond to the attack. Biden's spokesperson mentioned a very consequential response, even though the administration stressed it does not seek war with Iran over the strike. Potential options include attacking Iranian personnel in Syria or Iraq, as well as Iranian naval assets in Persian Gulf. Do you know who did this? Let me tell you who did this. Do you remember when uh, uh, the, when um, uh, Trump uh, uh, they killed uh, Ghassan Soleimani? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how Iran responded? They they shot like an un- empty, empty base. Exactly, exactly. They shot down an empty base yeah. and bragged about it. Nobody was in that building when Correct. they shot it down. Do you know what it sounds like right now? It's flipped. U.S. is going to attack an empty place and not have anything be done. So U.S. officially is acting like. Iran, when they were trying to show strength by attacking somewhere that they knew no military personnel from U.S. was there. Why? Because they did not want Trump to do anything. Can you imagine that Russia and China are telling you to pump your brakes even though three of your people were killed and dozens were hurt? Hey, U.S., let us lecture you. We are Russia and China. We'd like to lecture you and talk to you like an older brother. Hey, Joe Biden and U.S., I don't think this is a good time to retaliate. Yeah, I think this is a good time to kind of sit around and not do anything about it. It just doesn't behoove you to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, China and Russia. Who are you, according yeah. to America? Mm-hmm. Well, Wait a minute. Where were you, China, when this guy named Richard broke a deal and changed your economy while your people were poor? An American president changed your life, China. Hey, Russia, just so we get it straight here, An American president asked your leader, who eventually had conscience that was hurting him, saying, hey, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And Gorbachev, because he could reason and he loved his people, saying, what the hell are we doing to our people? He actually listened. U.S. has led you, China. U.S. has led you, Russia. Who are you to tell U.S.? what we ought to do, I'm sorry, you're not our advisors. You you are not our advisors. Dude, this is the part where for me, I have a challenge that we are at a point right now where they're lecturing US. Who are you to lecture US, bro? Doesn't sit very well with me at all. This is probably the most annoying part of the story we read so far, because when, when, you're, when you're a country that changed so many other countries' lives, and the people in those countries have a better life because of you, and you want to tell us what to do after three of our people got killed? Life doesn't work that way. You cross the line when you do something to our servicemen who put their lives on the line, whose wives and kids are behind. They're never going to see their husband again. They're never going to see their father again. They're never going to see their son, their brother again. You want to tell us to not do anything about it? Okay, bro. We don't share the same values. By the way, I, I have a very different position here. There's a camp that's saying we shouldn't attack. Okay. And some of those guys are, you know, uh, uh, conservatives who are MAGA community saying we shouldn't attack. We shouldn't start another war. We rerun. The Rhino people, you know, the the some of the neocons are saying what? Go for it. Well, for Go for another it. Do this, do this, Kill do that. everybody. You know what I like? Here's what I prefer. I don't even want you to think about doing that because we put the fear in you pre. So in your mind, you know what you say? If I do something, I know what they're gonna do. So guess what? The best offense sometimes is you know best you got defense. You, the best defense is offense. But to me, it's actually. The best defense is when you put the fear of death. Mm-hmm. I dare you to do something. Do something see what happens. But if you don't, I promise you we will not have any problems. It's a very simple negotiation. Look, man, let me tell you why I'm here. I'm going to be the president the next four years. I may get reelected for another four years, okay? I want to have a very simple conversation with you. I'd like us to be able to do business together. I know your number one priority is your country. It ought to be. Yeah. It should be China first. And Putin, I know you're number one. By the way, I would have a meeting with the top three people, Putin and G. We would have a location that we would all be comfortable talking to. We would break bread, and I would say, look, guys, let me just kind of straight up tell you guys where you're at. You've been around the block for a lot longer than I have. I'm a rookie president. I just got in, but I love America. And you've been around the block a lot longer than I have because you're China. I'm U.S., right? Your number one priority is China. It should be, and I respect it. I fully understand it. Your number one priority is Russia. I fully accept it. That's our number one number one priority. My number one priority is America. We will continue to lead. I would like to have a good relationship with you guys. But let me make something very straight. The more you do proxy and you make our life a living hell and you make things challenging here with us, I'm going to do 10 times that to you. But guess what? If you don't do any of it and you have any issues, you call me directly. I'm going to talk to you. Anytime you can call me, I will pick up to talk to you. We will have a good relationship together. I would like to see us the next eight years. We all prosper. You do your thing with your family. We do our thing. We try to lower the temperature worldwide. I'm a very easygoing guy. We shouldn't have any issues. But if you touch anybody in America it'll be the worst day of your life if you do that. Is that clear? I love Can that. we have some nice tea and uh, caviar here? <laughs> yeah. Let's enjoy some sushi. Let's see. Yeah. Let's talk. Tell me about your family. Tell me about your kids. I guarantee that's not the approach our president's taking, and they sit there thinking this is a joke on what's going on in America. Yeah. Doesn't sit well with me when you choose to increase the temperature to U.S., the greatest country in the world. I, I, don't, I don't file for this kind of conversation on you sitting here lecturing us on what we ought to do. You don't get to tell America what to do. America changed your life, not the other way around. Can we go to the next story? You look like you want to say. I was something. just going
2: to say everything you're talking about was what Ronald Reagan coined: "peace through strength." Like, don't yeah. fuck with me unless you want you know
1: fuck around and find out. Uh, we're, we're very exactly. Pe- we're, 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 we're 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 we've proven the system of capitalism works, and we've created jobs worldwide. We have. We have saved so many different people's lives indirectly. Now, everyone's always going to go to what America's done bad to. But trust me, capitalism's changed a lot of people's lives in countries. It never had anything to do with jobs created worldwide. It ain't the uh, uh, philosophies that America created that's hurting other natures. It's dumb people that come in that one war mm. that can't defend the greatest country in the world that allows somebody to think you can come run and Push America around. You can't do that to America. That doesn't sit well with me. I'm just a regular guy talking yeah. to you right now. I don't but run office th- or anything. This is going to be a continual well
2: story, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Pat.
1: Well, listen, we have to show strength. Yes. But uh, unfortunately, we've been so weak the last three years. Weird. That nobody fears America. No, nobody. nobody fears America, and that doesn't sit well with And
2: I think Democrats anyway. have to reckon with that as well. Is I, that think they, they are. I think they are. Like, I had dinner with a bunch of friends last week, um, Republican Democrats, and some were super, super... Left guys, and I said, what are, you, what, what, "What are you? Where are you at right now?" I said, "Would you consider voting for Trump 100%?" And I go, "Dude, you were as anti-Trump as it gets. 2016, 2020. Things are changing, especially amongst men. Yeah. Men are recognizing, yeah, bro, this soft—you know, soft on the border, soft on crime, soft on war. Yeah. Exactly. Men are recognizing." Despite what everything you think about Trump, yeah. you need a strong leader in there. Yeah. So women are going to so. look at it totally differently. Told you so. So you have, to, you have to give people grace to say, listen, I understand you looked at it in 2016, I understand 2020, but times are different. You let look under Biden right story.
1: now, yep. war's around the corner. Let's go to this next story. And by the way, this kind of goes with the whole story we're talking about. We got 27 more minutes. Maybe we may go a few more minutes on that because we got a lot of stories. We're, we're, going, we're making uh, uh, ground today with covering a lot of stories. Uh, let me remind you, folks. Quick reminder, again, uh, between us starting the podcast and now, Thomas caught up a little bit. What? Yeah, I'm just telling you guys. Tom is now officially at 947. At the beginning, I think he was at 935. Oh, wow. He's at 947, and, and Tom, Adam's at 967, and Vinny's at 737. 737. I, Come on, Manekas. Adam goes? is Let's 33 go. away from being the first to mil- first 2,000. Wow. Tom is 53 guys, away. Guys, it's my, my birthday this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Can we By can? the way,
4: Vinny needs new shoes, America. Vinny needs new shoes. You're a charity case. Can, Vinny, I tell you guys,
1: can I tell you guys how to effectively use this app? I've had hundreds of conversations with people, life-changing type of conversations, business, life, finances. Uh, uh, so many people that talk to Tom once, they come back three, four, five, six times. So many people that connect with Vinny, they come back three, four, five, six times. A guy on Sunday and I, we connected six times in Sunday. And Sunday was like, boom, 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 full blown. He left a review saying, I cannot believe that I'm having a conversation with Pat on a Sunday and he's getting back to me. He did six minutes back to back to back to back. He has something he's dealing with that's a big policy issue that he's trying to work with politically in New Zealand, U.S. But we had back to back to back to back to back. It's a full on conversation and allows me to get back to you on my terms because I'm living a life as well. So I'm like, okay, here I'm walking to the bathroom, let me respond back to this guy. Here I'm getting the call, let me respond back to this guy. Full-blown conversation. This app, the more you use it, you will realize how life-changing it is and how the expert – giving feedback it's making you the expert the influencer better person and it's giving you direction and certain answers that people need at whatever phase they're at but having said that adam still got a 20 point lead on uh, tom oh, it's cr- let's see who's going to get to it's heating today. up all right let's get to the next story here man pretending actually no, i'm going to go to the next story on ukraine so ukraine five ukrainian officials arrested over theft of 40 million dollars you don't say no in war funds as ukraine corruption persist. So what do you mean five Ukrainian officials got $40 million? Okay. So five Ukrainian officials have been arrested for allegedly embezzling nearly $40 million in funds designated for the purchase of military equipment for the war against Russia. The individuals are accused of conspiring with a Ukrainian armed firm to misappropriate the funds intended for requiring 100,000 mortar shells. Ukraine's ongoing struggle with corruption has... Raised concerns, particularly regarding international aid. Some critics in the U.S. have questioned whether to provide more aid to Ukraine in light of these issues. (laughs) Zelensky, the greatest campaigner, beggar of all time. That's not the story. That's me putting it in there. Who campaigned on an anti-graft platform has faced challenges in addressing corruption. Despite this, Ukraine's officials' efforts to push back uh, Russia's invasion have faced difficulties with limited successes in the counteroffensive, primary and grain exports and actions against Russia's Black Sea fleet. This is when people realize when you send money. I had a guy calls me, says, Pat, this was very early on when we started giving money to Ukraine. Says, Pat, they're making a lot of money on the inside, a lot of military leaders. I'm like, dude, I'm not buying it. He says, I'm telling you, this guy was in over there, okay, Mm -hmm. sitting down with some of the top military leaders working with, uh, what do you call it, Uh, Zelensky." He says, you have no idea how much money is being made right now, okay? You have no idea how much money is being made right now. And, you know, you get some of these stories that mm-hmm. sent to you through Signal, through WhatsApp and all this stuff. Yeah, you take it for granted. Like, I don't, but that was month one, month two, month three, okay? Now this comes out. Five of these guys are getting arrested for using $40 million of funds that was used to buy military weapons. Tom, when you read a story like this, how do you process this? Well,
4: first of all, Nikki Haley's probably upset because damn it, that money belonged to Boeing. Yep. Um
1: <laughs> Wow, what a what a point there. Yeah. That's
4: exactly right. That money should have come back to Boeing. Um well, first of all, I I always look for false flags and maybe maybe I'm thinking too much about this. Is is this really people trying to reach in and trying to find what's going on? Or is this taking, remember, how many billions have been sent over there with a big B? Billions, double digit billions have been sent over there. And so we got five guys with uh, 40 million. That's like saying I won the war on drug because I caught Snoop's cousin with five pounds of marijuana. Come on. I look at this and I think it's a drop of the bucket compared to the true corruption that's going on over there, Pat. This is a drop in the bucket. And I wonder if it's just like a little planted story. Five
1: guys getting arrested to take. By your, who, though? To, By who? who? Who arrested him? No, no. Meaning who uh, planted the story. I, look, who Z- would do it? Whose motive would it be to plant the story? I mean, it'd be Zelensky's motive.
4: Zelensky wants to call off the dogs because you've got half the Republican Party has woken up to the fact and think this guy is a beggar just taking the billions home. And it's an incredibly corrupt country. And there are CIA reports that said it was an incredibly corrupt country decades before the Russian invasion. And so what would be convenient for Zelensky? You know
1: what? We got to bust some guys and we got to make this thing look good. Rob, can you look up who these five guys are, by the way? Yeah. The way, See th- how high ranking these military guys are. Go ahead. And Tom, this is, by the way,
3: guys, this is 40 million. Uh, Kelly made this point yesterday that we know this is what they reported. Can you imagine how much money has gone and God knows what they're doing? And by the way, just a little fun fact do you know who's going to be rebuilding Ukraine? Yeah, BlackRock. BlackRock. Yeah. Larry Fink yeah. Yeah. with Zelensky. That's the whole goal. About that's, about the well, whole, that's the whole. Uh, let's <laughs> keep sending money and let's keep supporting guys, these people. and Keep wearing your was, flag on your shirt. That's what you're paying your money yeah, to. That's why was, they
2: call it the military-industrial industrial complex. complex. There's a lot of money in it's war. It's complex, And yeah. then there's so, the industrial part. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. There's that? Look, there, if there's anybody that is upset about the what's going on in the Middle East with Iran and the the Houthis and the Hamas and everything that like that, it's Volodymyr Zelensky it it right is, now.
4: Ukraine's Secret Service. So we're going to assume Zelensky <laughs> knows about those guys. Yeah. Um, security, service. You, you, security Service. Security Service. Security mm-hmm. Service. The Ukrainian arms firm. Employees of a Ukrainian arms firm, because probably the Ukraine's defense ministry officials, it doesn't say who it is, to embezzle the funds. Okay. So guess what? That's an awful lot of cor- corruption. You got the employees were corrupt. The defense ministry guys were corrupt. And the Ukraine's SBU security service, the contract was for shells, was. Clinched with live, live Arsenal in August.
3: By the way, you know what's going to happen? He'll come right back to Congress. They'll give him the red carpet. They'll be like, "You have to give me money," and they'll give him. Trust me, he'll, give, he'll just. Yeah, give I, don't so. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. If he I, if he came right now yeah. this week, they'd roll out the red carpet and they'd give him whatever he wants.
1: I, it's never going to stop. I What I'm saying to you is, it, I think I they know. will. But I think what is starting to happen is, you know, it used to be. Everybody wore the Ukraine, uh, uh, what do you call it? Pin, pin. By the way, did you see Jamie Dimon saying, I'm not woke at all, I'm not this, I'm it's not that. Yeah. Maybe we'll go back to that. Rob, yeah. if you can prepare yeah. that clip, we'll go to that, to that to the, in a minute. How many people were you seeing Ukraine flags? Everybody How many it. Ukraine Instagram posts did you see? Have, How many Ukraine, I stand with Ukraine, the flags 100%. everywhere? What happened to all those flags? They're gone, just like the BLM Why, and all that stuff. Yeah, it dies out. But the point is, like, people are sitting there saying, yeah. look, man, maybe I supported something that these guys were a money job, and let's stop talking about it. So... Then the politicians, I see you, then the yep. politicians will take it and they'll redirect with the story and say, okay, guys, we got to distract Americans because we cannot talk about Ukraine anymore. Throw a whole new different story so America can get over Ukraine and all the money we spend. Trust me, Americans have a short term memory. They're like finding Nemo. They'll forget about it and move <laughs> on to the next thing. And that's what they're going through. They don't want another Zelensky at, at the house. They. If the left is smart, they won't have another Zelensky at the house because they're making themselves look like idiots. Strategically, it's the dumbest move if they allow Zelensky to come and raise money again. It's the same thing like Rachel Maddow and E.J. Carroll thinking it's working. It's not. So I'm hoping they do it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want them to do it. Go ahead and do it again. I dare you. Do it again. (laughs) But if they're smart... And strategic, and not dumb and oblivious, they won't do it again. Not I want, I want, I'm with you. I want pictures this election year. Bring him
4: over to dinner. Do Have a state dinner. Right. Do it again. Give me a timestamp of March 2024.
2: Yeah, let me uh, use that. I mean, to put it in sort of a weird uh, metaphor, he's the ex-girlfriend that that we forgot about. Everyone's focused on Gaza and Israel these days. God forbid that something happens with China and Taiwan, Ukraine and Russia is the last on the list. In 2021, when does everything kind of get it started? 2022. It was all the top of mind. Everyone's wearing the pin. We saw Bill Clinton was wearing a pin. I think recently I know. we saw him.
1: Jamie Dimon was wearing and a pin. Jeremy Dimon. Yeah.
2: So it's just not top of mind. And by the way, I'd like to get uh, the EU's response on this because it didn't basically say whose money they stole. U.S. It's has thoughtful. given money. The EU has given money. It I don't does. know if whoever it, it is, they give money. Does. But what they should have done, you remember when Biden hired what twenty thousand IRS agents when he came into yeah into office? Go send some of those agents with guns. By the way, of they were course. they were allowed of to have course. guns. Go send them over to Ukraine. So uh, it just goes to show that we have no clue what's going on there. Uh, it didn't what was the story a few months ago when they put an extra zero on a check? It was like six billion dollars yeah. that went awry. Yep.
1: Uh, well, then that's well, our money. That's qu- our money. Question for you: Are you partying? T- what are you doing tonight? What plans you got tonight? He's asking. What, he's Zelensky there. in town? I'm asking, asking, what are you doing tonight? What are you doing tonight? What you got? Joe Biden's in town. Joe's going to be in Miami. What? Yeah. He's going to Miami? He yeah, probably doesn't Joe even know Joe where he is. He's going to be in Miami. So you may want to call him and say, "Look, man, JB, it's my birthday. Can we yeah. do something?" Let me give him a text real quick. He's going I'm, to be in town. Joe, I'm oh, hanging with a asleep.
4: whole my bunch bad. of institutional investors down there.
1: I wonder—is he actually in Miami? Yeah, he's in Miami tonight. He's in Miami. Just so you know, he's uh, in Miami tonight. So will he, he won't do, know he's in Miami, but he's cool. going to be there. He's going to be like, that won't come. Hey, Detroit! Stop, Detroit! How you doing? Uh, you're, in uh, no, <laughs> you're in Cincinnati. You're in Cincinnati. Warmer do, than I do, remember uh, Detroit. Let's do a, a couple other stories here. Uh, let's go to a man pretending to be a trans woman raped a female prisoner at Rikers. Jeez. Lawsuit says, and that follows with a stat for Gen Z. Oh. Okay, so parents... Brace for impact. You may want to know what these stats are because they're trying to get your kids. Some oh, people no. Think. All right, here we go. Uh, a man pretending to be a trans woman raped a female prisoner at Rikers lawsuit. This is from Town Hall. A female inmate at a women's correctional facility in New York in, uh, identified as Rose Doe. <laughs> Rose Not John Doe, Rose Doe. Rose Doe. Has uh, filed a lawsuit alleging that a male inmate who claimed to be a transgender raped her. Rose Doe is suing 20 defendants. Including me. the city of New York, accusing the jail staff of ignoring her warnings about the transgender inmate. According to the civil suit, the transgender inmate moved into the facility April second of 2022, and rape occurred April seventh. Three days later, the male inmate has allegedly star stared at Doe and engaged in inappropriate behavior in the day before the rape. Rose Doe's attorney Nicholas Liakas pointed out that there was simple. Ample evidence of the male inmate potential danger. It's ridiculous that they're allowing this. I mean, uh, yeah. that's obviously not her name, right? Rosa, they're trying to keep no. her privacy. Yeah, yeah. That's just so, so inmate, ridiculous. Yeah. Potential name, including disciplinary records with complaints of predatory behavior. Transgender inmates in women's prison have raised concerns about the safety of the mm-hmm. female inmates in the past. With instance of sexual assault and manipulation I within mean, the prison system.
2: I just have one quick comment. You know, it says there was ample evidence of the male inmate's potential danger. Uh yeah, his penis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't uh-huh. get more sinful than let's that. Just, like That's what? A weapon. Yeah, yeah. And you're
3: in a jail with. By the <laughs> way, and <by laughs> way, and what was he arrested for? And mind you, guys, can New York just when you thought New York could just not do anything like more dumb? Look at what they're doing. This is a New York. Riker, this is New York, bro. They're letting men, biological men that have not gone through their, the full transition, to be in prison with women, and now it's rape. What are we even Great. talking yeah. about, Rob? What is that quote?
4: But is that him saying it? Yeah, that was him on the. Uh the phone calls. He's talking to a friend Pat talking how he don't want no I'm not gay, I don't want no penis quote. That's a quote, Seven, meaning I don't want to short be short clip men for time. I don't want to be in the men's prison and I don't want to get attacked and raped myself. So send me some workers, workers meaning prostitutes, over here, like a whole swap of workers, heterosexuals. He wanted to get
2: into the woman's prison. It's called gaming the system. Yeah, I, I, got, I can identify as a woman. I, can, I got I'm a dick a uh, dude with a dick, yeah. and now I'm in the female. Prison and you know what and this is what happened.
3: And you know what? It's wow. by the way, they're not gonna change the, the, the regulation. This is going to keep happening. And where are all you feminists? Where exactly. are all you women that were screaming in the streets and fighting for women? Everybody's quiet. What ha- what happened to the feminists? Movement.
4: Where, where are you? It just shows where are they? D- data proves everything, right? And then the data is coming out. People are getting attacked. And now, what do they do with it? What do they do with it? What do all the woke politicians Nothing. and everybody that are trying to remember feeling based decisions have incredible. Unintended consequences. And they make these decisions based on feelings. He feels he's a woman. He identifies with the oh, woman. Dude. Let's do over Le- here. Um, Lexi Rose Crawford, The Independent. If you'll just, Rob, if you'll just do that. The Independent, Lexi Rose Crawford. Here is a picture of a guy who claimed to be a female who committed a rape in a bathroom, I believe. Yeah. And there it is. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. I'm trans. Hi, I'm transgender. Yeah. By the way, he's claiming to be trans. Is there any more guy than that? And by the way, what? And oh, there's my buttons proving how I feel. Okay. So guess what?
1: What did this guy do? Is that the this guy? guy?
4: This it, guy claimed to be trans and he raped a woman. He went into a bathroom. So all you have to do is grow your hair out. Transgender woman jailed for rape, now sent to a male prison where he can have as much sex as he wants. Like yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah what are we ta- like uh, like? I mean, we talk Looking about this like all the that, time. there's no transition. He just claimed it, and we, the British court said, well, if what you're... Okay, well then, we gotta go with your feeling. You're a woman? Damn it, I'm a woman! I'm a woman! That's yeah. all he did. And the court sent him to the female prison now, in three days, yes, Pat. He yes got what? there on April 3rd, and by April 7th, he had committed not one, but two rapes. We're he living in bizarre world punishment in world right for him. Guess what?
3: Punishment? You, we are going to make you a female We are chopping off your penis You raped a girl Because you were trying to pretend that. You, no I'm dead serious yeah. Lop it off bro Him and in the inmate You're getting Like enough is enough Dude How many more people have to get raped By the way And this guy God forbid he was in the bathroom With a young a, a young kid But people are like No you're, you're transphobic No 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 This is happening more, more often This isn't an isolated incident this is ridiculous. But this what are we doing? This is on the court well, this system. Is, this is yep. on
2: the systems to be like, uh no. This and, is, and if that you're going then, to a male prison. And if you had a kid, word, I don't that care how you identify. You're a biological male. You're going to the male prison. But look, we got ask you a question. If yeah. that happened, God
3: forbid. I, I don't even like saying this out loud. If one of your kids had to, and this happened, I'm, and you can't do nothing to him because he's arrested and he's going to jail. What would you do? I'm going to the system. The people that are making these decisions. I'm going to go to jail because I'm going to do something crazy. Like, you're letting people go, a man looking like that, going to the bathroom with my daughter. What are we talking about? I don't Vinny, you're it, absolutely Tom.
4: correct. I'm sorry to interrupt you. We're, we're no, it's to, all good. We're trying to move on, but I'll make the point here. You, everyone, you're hearing a lot of outrage on this podcast right now, and there is a lot of outrage, but the outrage needs to start with you and your heart. You need to be at your PTA meetings. You need to be at your school board meetings. You need to be speaking up about this and and and, and to, to, to shout back and hit back and push back in the face of woke that wants to take the feelings of a person and make decisions that have the consequence of endangering your children. You've got to speak up. You have to go there. The tide is turning on DEI. The tide is turning on this woke stuff. Now is not the time to, to back down. It's election year, and now is the time to be at the city council meeting, be heard, be at the school board meeting, and point out the people. Cover them on Facebook. Talk about what you saw, and be part of the process. You can't... Don't stop the fight.
1: Yeah, And, and this leads me to the next story, which is a shocking survey. PJ Media Almost one-third of Gen Zs now identify as genderqueer. A recent survey uh, reports that 28%, by the way, now it's up to 20, it used to be 21%, now it's 28% of Gen Z adults, 18 to 25, in the U.S., identify as LGBTQ, which is more than a tenfold increase compared to older age groups. Contrast with 10% of all adults, 16% of millennials, 7% of Gen X, and only 4% of baby boomers, And the silent generation, the findings align with Gallup's data, which also shows that Gen Z is the most LGBTQ plus identifying generation with nearly 20% of those ages, 19 to 26, identifying as LGBTQ. LGBTQ advocacy groups such as Human Rights Campaign emphasize the significance of LGBTQ plus visibility and its potential influence in elections as thousands of LGBTQ young people become eligible to vote each day. A third
3: a thir- yeah, cause you know what? You know what they're sh- showing kids in school, Rob. I just sent it to Rob, Patrick. It's a it's a concerted effort, and their plan is working. They want people to have less kids. They wanna they wanna make sexualize these children. So when people like that come in the bathroom, look at this is a book called Let's Talk About It. Okay, it's available in middle school. It teaches kids how to masturbate, encourages watching porn, and look look at. Can you zoom in on the photos, please? I know they're blacked out. That's in a middle school. They are showing this in a middle guy, school. The
1: teen's guy to sex relation, with human beings.
3: Like, what are we talking about? They're well, sexually... Uh, what are we teaching kids? Being
4: a human, not being a boy or a girl or male or
1: female. What age is this Being about? a middle human. Middle school.
4: Middle school is what? How right?
3: old is
1: Six that? Six to eight? Six, seventh, eighth grade. What are we talking about? First of all, let me go, 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 go lower a little bit. Let me see what else. Is it just guy and girl? No, that's a guy and a guy. Oh,
3: my God. Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? And then... Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then they're fighting. And then, by the way, in these school board meetings, these the, the people that are in charge are fighting so that the kid doesn't have to tell their parent. They don't have to report. The school doesn't have to tell the parents yeah. what they're doing in school. It's a plan. And what did you just say? 7% higher? It's working,
1: Patrick. It's working. You know what somebody said in the comment section? What? They said in one of the pictures, look at the guy and the guy. Yeah. They said, P. Diddy got hot for bench <laughs> hero."
2: Oh, Jesus. Best comment. By the way, we, well, they, don't, they don't waste any no, time, these,
1: Rob. These comments they don't
2: waste things. any time. <laughs> There's a couple things. There was an article out last week, I want to say. I think I maybe sent it to you, or maybe it was the Instagram link, yeah. that Gen Z in America is more likely to be LGBTQ than Republican. That, think about that. What? Yeah, I think I sent you that. Do you have that? Gen Z in America is more likely to be, yeah, there it is. Gen Z is less religious. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday. Okay, gotcha. You're more likely to be gay in America if you're Gen Z than you are to vote for a Republican. Think about that. That's nuts. Okay? There's also uh, there's an article about, um, you're talking about worldwide, because you think Gen Z in America, we got to think America's just getting gayer and fatter than ever. It's true, but we're not unique. You know, around the world. so ten, I, I guess, I thought it was closer to like 2%, 5%. I guess 10% of people identify as LGBTQ. This NBC News article... If you want to find global survey, 9% of adults identify as LGBTQ. You know what the number one country is for that identifies as LGBTQ? Huh. Scroll down, you'll see.
1: Here we go.
3: Well, who is it? Keep going down. I
2: don't know if you find it. Yeah, if you, you keep going, you'll find it. Go down. There's a graph.
3: I love graphs.
2: Brazil. Brazil. 15%. There it is. Brazil, 15%. Spain, so you talk about global, we talk about, you know, uh, globalization over here. Self-identify. S- Spain, 14%. Switzerland, 13%. Netherlands, 12%. Great Britain, 12%. Sweden, 11 Germany, 11 Colombia, United States, 10 And then you can basically find the, uh, if you scroll down, you'll see what the world average is right there. The average right there at 9%. But... Hang on, go to the bottom. Peru. Peru, interesting. Why Peru
4: or Japan? It's interesting, but that's all cultural. I mean, I, I would expect maybe like Middle a Muslim country. Well, Middle where, East is going to be the a way Muslim at the country bottom. where being gay and well, zero percent there, you'll be is, killed. Yeah, exactly. It's a barrel of laughs. So it's like, but it's interesting. Peru, that's cultural.
2: Machu Picchu. You see what I mean? Yeah. There's, it's, there's not it's, like
4: a. There's not like a.
2: Not listen. Here's the deal. Not that there's anything wrong with being gay, but 33 percent of Gen Z. Yep. No. When the world average is 9%? Yeah,
3: Jamaica is definitely low on that, too. Jamaica, no like they don't it. play.
2: No they don't play.
3: All
1: right, let's go to a couple, uh, uh, you know, Steve Harvey and and uh, and uh, Snoop who had something to say. So here's Snoop just recently. If you want to pull this up, Rob. Snoop Dogg praises Trump. Nothing but love and respect. A rapper, an advocate for equity. Snoop Dogg has had a recent change of tune when it comes to former President Trump in a new interview Snoop Dogg. Do you have the video or no, Rob? Can you pull it up to see if you have the video?
4: It's an article, so it was uh, okay, given to the it. Sunday
1: Times. Saying Trump's praises after a long history of condemning the former president and his supporters. Donald Trump? Question mark. He ain't done nothing wrong to me. He's done only great things for me. He pardoned Michael Harris. So I have nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump. Michael Harris, an associate of Death Row Records, co-founder of Suge Knight, and... The founder of the label's parent company, Godfather Entertainment, was pardoned in 2021 as one of Trump's final decisions before leaving office. Gangster. Snoop Dogg was famously signed by the label only to leave later in his career. He quitted it in 2022. And uh, Harris was imprisoned on charges of conspiracy and attempted murder for over those three decades. Snoop Dogg praised Trump at the time of his Commute, commutation of Harris. By the way, didn't he end up buying death row records? I think he uh, did. Snoop ended up buying death yeah, row records. Quiet. And then at the same time, Steve Harvey comes out and says the following. I don't know if you have this clip or not, Rob. If you if you don't have it, uh, uh, all good. If you do have it, just play it. How long ago is this, by the way, this clip? Can you see how long ago this clip was? So
0: this is pre-2016. This is uh, oh, seven this is years ago. this
1: pre-when he ran. Yes. When Steve Harvey. So we don't need to play this yeah. clip. But this was when he said this. But for Snoop to say that, how, how do you, what do you think... What do you think's going on for Snoop to say? And by the way, how many followers does Snoop have on Instagram? I know it's a big number. That is huge. Um, let me see this here. Snoop on Insta must have uh, 20, 85 million followers. Wow. On 85 million followers on Instagram. How much of an impact does this have for Snoop to say this? It's it's. It's huge, and it, this is random that you're talking about this. It's
3: absolutely huge. Just like when the Biden grabbed what's her face, Cardi B. Remember those yeah. interviews? And she's like, Mr. Biden, like you, whatever. And then and then she flipped once now a couple months ago. What was Adam? She's like the taxes and the war. She's losing her absolute mind. But that's huge. The block that he represents is huge.
1: It's millions. It's millions of people. Do you think it's that big of a deal? I you know I, I think so. I, I was talking to a couple guys who are in the sports and entertainment business, and we had a call two days ago, and uh, we had a call yesterday, and I brought the story up, and you know the the conversation was about, hey, you know, uh, 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 what can African Americans do? because they've been owned by the left, the Democrats, to vote, you know, God knows what percentage ever since 1964, Barry Goldwater and all this stuff. In 1960, it was only 64% of African-Americans voting. Almost every African-American friend I had in the military, when I would meet their mom or grandma, they were all Bible, God-fearing conservatives who talked to me like I'm their kid, and we were afraid of them. (laughs) Do do you know what I'm saying? They're like, hey, hey. You know, and it was almost like a super, super, you know, faithful, you know, not what you're seeing today. So I think deep down inside in the roots, I think the African-American community, they're very much a God-fearing, you know, again, generations. Things have changed today on what it is. uh, But for me, for Snoop to do this, you think other people are sitting there saying, wow, why would Snoop say something like this about Trump? One thousand. Maybe he's right. Because he's he he's like in the Godfather community of rappers, right? Yep. Would you be Would you consider him as one of the one, OG OG guys? One hundred
4: percent. One hundred percent. Raps not my thing, but looking at a case study of the music, he is one of the Mount Rushmore of the of the genre and of music business.
1: Yeah, I think I think influence wise, he is as a rapper. I don't know if they would put him on a Mount Rushmore. I think it's, different names would be there, but you're right. Influence wise, for sure, he's generational on what he's been through. And and some of the you know songs that he's made. And man. Ice
3: Cube, Ice Cube is is in the same boat. What do you mean? Deal?
1: I
2: I think uh, look one thing I've learned about Snoop. Snoop is for sale, man. I yeah, I, 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 I think Snoop is just about the. I, this has nothing to do with politics. Yeah. I well, okay. A month ago we covered a story about smooth Snoop quit smoking. Oh yeah. And, but he was pitching a. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> a, a month ago we covered this whole thing. And we're like, and I said, point blank. I go, this is bullshit. I know you called I go, it. I go, I said, this, this dude made his entire brand about smoking. And now he came out and he said he stopped smoking. I gave up smoke. And what was he doing? It was a pitch commercial for a smokeless grill. Yeah. <laughs> Which was. Hol- dog. you're willing to throw your whole brand in the garbage. To basically make a couple bucks doing a burger-flipping grill, well, stop It's more than a couple bucks, but th-
3: this is a completely but different that's my situation. Point. He
2: will sell out I understand for that. the money.
3: But but in this case, listen, things have there to be, it is. things have to be getting so bad, like for you, monetarily, he lives in California, for you to say, I'm going for Trump. And guys, let's not forget, this is the season, this is the year and I don't know if you're going to talk about it, Pat, the, Travis, the, the Taylor Swift, remember with the AIs, and Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, let's not, listen, I could genuinely care less about either one of them, but let's be honest. But by it, the way, let me read that Pat, story, and let's go into please. it, let's
1: wrap up with this, now, we'll make that the last story. I love Taylor this. Swift could sway 2024 election outcome, new poll finds, a poll conducted by Redfield and Wilton Strategies for Newsweek reveals that Taylor Swift's endorsement could sway the votes of a significant portion of America. Bless (laughs) you. Bless you. See, he's allergic to bullshit. Of significant portion of Americans with 18% saying they're more likely to support a candidate endorsed by the pop star. This influence is particularly pronounced amongst voters under 35. And with the addition of 41 million Gen Z voters in this election, her impact is expected to be significant. However, 17% Seventeen percent of respondents stated that they would be less likely to vote for a candidate backed by Swift, potentially posing a challenge for Democrat Joe Biden. About fifty-five percent of those polled polled claimed to be neutral and not swayed either way by her endorsement. Vinny, okay,
3: thoughts on this? Well, okay, and and I'll I'll say it again. I can literally genuinely care less about her or Travis Kelsey and their obviously staged relationship, but it's to push agendas. Okay. He's pushing an experimental potion on the youth, and Taylor is telling her brainwashed Swifties to vote for the corrupt Democrat Party. That's when I have a problem. People are like, oh, you're just hating on her. No, no, I can care less. God bless her. Do your own thing. But besides all the tactics that the left uses to cheat, including this open border with the illegals, she she's another weapon. In their arsenal. Because, by the way, let's not forget who she is. Uh, Rob, she hasn't said it yet, but in 2020, because it's coming for her. I sent you this on, um, in Slack. This is what she said about Trump. After stoking the fires of white supremacy and racism your entire presidency, you have the nerve to feign moral superiority before threatening violence. When the looting starts, the shooting starts, we will vote you out in November. She is such an influential, guys, and you just said it, a fifth. Of the voters are gonna go for it and that poll was conducted by uh, Redfield and Wilton strategies that 18% are likely to vote for her if she opens her mouth and says it and then by the way guess who owns her in 2019 Rob I sent you this clip this is, by the way she calls out George Soros for buying all of her music do you watch show this Rob I had the chance to purchase my music outright my entire catalog was sold to Scooter Bronze Ithaca Holdings in a deal that I'm told was funded by the Soros family, 23 Capital, and the Carlisle Group. Oh, so she, admit, she admits Soros is one of the owners, all right? Then the headlines in the mainstream media are focusing on her and Travis, and now the headlines are stating that she can sway an election. This is another way—guys, George Soros, that just decrepit, evil dude— he has his hands in everything with election, with uh, p- paying for these Palestine, the, the pro Palestine, the protests, and everything. This guy is embedded in our stuff, and they're going to use her. It's coming. She's going to say Trump is the racist guy again, and those people vote the, exactly what she says, and she is going to make a
4: change. Tom, so, the reason you don't see more politicians looking for um, full, loud, vocal. Um, endorsements from celebrities is because celebrities, the analysis of celebrity endorsements shows that there is a, not equal, but there is an opposite side that actually hurts you. That for every celebrity you have, you've got people that actually pull back or maybe don't agree or are offended with that. Obama's campaign figured out, and they did it right, and you can read about David Axelrod and a guy named David Polloff that did it. They realized that You trust me, you trust Adam, you trust Rob, you trust Pat, your circle of friends. So in social media, when the Obama campaign influenced influencers, not mega influencers, just to get the circle of us talking, that moves voters hearts because we start talking about our issues. Even if we're vacuous 15 year old girls with no brain, we talk about what few and little tiny issues matter to us and we don't worry about taxes, don't understand that whereas large celebrity endorsements can help. But there's usually an equal, not equal and opposite relation, uh, reaction like physics, but there's usually now a negative side of it that goes along with that, too. And celebrities have a incredible habit of ending up on the pages of tabloids that you don't want to be associated with because opposition research and opposition ads now are going to use that. So, you know, Taylor's Swift has a lot of power and a Huge. lot of influence. Huge. And do I think she can move some of this? Uh, yeah, I do. But do I think she's going to move the election? Uh, no, it, because if she could do that, she'd have three billion dollars in her pocket, and she—that—that that, she, that would be. She's uh, the heiress tours made billion.
3: Tom, she is. By the way, and uh, what's his name? Shannon Sharp just had Ocho Cinco, and they were like, Vinny, by the way, she Vinny, doesn't she move. Made Vin- that that she made that money. She made. No, that. I understand that, but they're look who's behind her, Tom, and like it's all they prop. She, she by the way, she's always been famous. Have you noticed in this past year, two years, she has skyrocketed. To where people are like, dude, Beyonce, Shannon Sharp was like, Beyonce doesn't move the needle like Taylor Swift. This is a this is a purposeful fake yes. relationship. If you don't see what's happening, dude, think about it. The, her boyfriend is pushing vaccines, and she's For ten million dollars. Yeah, you know what she's gonna say? Twenty, 20 million. 20. She's basically brought how many viewers to the NFL, and it's only a matter of give it a month, give it two months, which when when the election is, is going full gear. Trump is racist. He's a white supremacist. If you love me, I'm Taylor Swift. Don't vote for that guy. Vote for whoever the right. left has, and that's it. It's Period. N- done. The Super it's Bowl it. not it's in two zero. weeks,
2: and who's playing in the Super Bowl? Kansas City. Yeah. And guess what? I guarantee She'll be you, there,
3: the butler, when yes. the Kansas City Chiefs win and the confetti's coming, they're gonna kiss. He's probably gonna get his ninth booster. They're gonna get oh, a kiss. Yeah. They'll be broken up in a year. Mark my words. One year they'll be done. But that's neither here nor there. There's that. a he huge smar- influence He was smart enough to have
2: a baby with her.
4: I mean, I would. There's an influence, but yeah. it's, it's not what everybody thinks. And I, that's I, why celebrities, that's why you don't have celebrities getting phone calls like Carrie Lake did. Otherwise, they would be like, hey, Pat, $3 billion. There's people. You, they're, see, they're right for, you know, Vivek
3: tweeted at, them at, them at too, right? You know what I mean, Pat? At who?
4: Well, that he, Vivek
1: tweeted something yesterday about this fake oh, relationship. Saw you saw that? I saw that. It's yeah. funny. It's It's obvious. I saw that. I mean, look, we're going to see uh, every uh, four years, everybody wants the endorsement of a uh, person to say, oh, if we get Oprah Winfrey's endorsement, oh, if we get this. And over, remember The Rock. And even you, they want a Michael Jordan's endorsement. In- remember in The Last Dance, Barack Obama talked about how disappointed he was with Michael, and Michael wouldn't give endorsement. Yeah. Michael's <laughs> like, no, nah, I'm good, man. I'm not. His mom's like, you may want to consider showing up to this, you know, campaign for this such and such. No, I'm not going to be there, Ma. You're not going to show up. I think you ought to. I'm not showing up. I was very disappointed when uh, Michael didn't show up to that. Hmm. And we uh, we talked about it. You know, this is what Barack Obama was talking about. You know, Tom, Tom makes a very good point. If I also know you're endorsed by a certain candidate or certain celebrity, it may also be a turnoff to me, and it may backfire. But we'll see. I think a lot of people are saying she's going to do something like that. I think it's uh, uh, no surprise when she does, but we'll see what happened there. By the way, Uh, Tomorrow, Tom and I will be sitting down. uh, uh, Rob, is that confirmed for tomorrow?
0: Uh, That would be Thursday.
1: Isn't there something today? I'm Uh, flying out. uh, Tomorrow is? Ryan
0: Garcia, and then Thursday is Trevor Bauer.
1: Okay, got it. Thursday is Trevor Bauer, and then tomorrow is Ryan Garcia, the boxer. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm going to have an interesting conversation with him. I think this is the first first, uh, sit-down he's doing since some of the challenges with... Since some of the challenges with um, uh, 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 De La Hoya, Floyd Mayweather, a bunch of different things, we'll have the conversation. Uh, He reached out, and I'm looking forward to seeing. This should be a very, very interesting conversation with Ryan Garcia. The boxing world is a whole different thing that's going on. This guy's a uh, a young, good-looking, millions of followers. When he fights, people want to show up. He's got a diehard, loyal following. We'll have a good conversation with him. And Trevor Bauer, I think the MLB is making a mistake not offering him a contract, I really want to get to the bottom of this. Why is somebody who's a former Cy Young winner, who's young in his 30s, 32, 32, 33 years old, how is this guy not getting a contract today? Because what? Because of a girl accusing him of something? We'll sit down and have a conversation. I think this Mm -hmm. is his first sit-down he's doing long form to openly talk about what happened with him and how to hurt his baseball career, and we'll see how the MLB reacts to this. Take care, everybody. We'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye, bye-bye.